it appears as if German lawyer Reiner Fulmick, who recognized the COVID crimes against humanity as early as 2020, has been set up. Fulmick was spearheading a project known as the Second Nuremberg and co-founded the Corona Investigative Committee. His committee consulted about 150 scientists and experts from around the world as well as former employees of the World Health Organization. And their findings showed them that the COVID measures were the first steps in a plan to destroy regional economies in order to make populations dependent upon global supply chains and were intended to reduce the population and install a world government under the United Nations. The Corona Committee received a lot of donations which they believed were not safe due to the recent history of bank accounts being seized by complicit governments. One million euros in gold was purchased and put in holding. To fund operations, both Reiner Fulmick and Vivian Fisher took out secured loans. At a time of grave risk for the money in our bank account, we decided to act immediately and we took money out of that account, both she and I did, in order to save it and keep it from such an attachment so that we would be able to continue with our work because had our account been attached, our bank account been attached, we wouldn't have been able to pay for the translators, for the IT, for the management, etc., etc. Reiner's loan was for 700,000 euros and was to be repaid with the proceeds from selling his home, all documented and agreed upon by the committee. Members of the Corona Committee met with a law firm in August of 2022 and filed criminal charges against Fulmic. Committee members Justice Hoffman, Marcel Templin, and Antonia Fisher claimed that Fulmic embezzled 700,000 euros, the loan that he officially took out. They claimed he was a violent anti-Semite and that if he were given the opportunity to comment before criminal proceedings began, they would not file the complaint. Two warrants were issued for his arrest from Germany and from the EU without Reiner's knowledge. Without an international arrest warrant, German and Mexican authorities illegally abducted Fulmic at the German embassy in Mexico. He was then flown to the Frankfurt airport where he was arrested and put in jail. International law experts are calling his arrest an illegal kidnapping. According to documented company plans, Fulmic's loan was to be repaid after the sale of his property, but the very same people that filed the complaint against Fulmic sabotaged this agreement. The contracts stated that the profits of the Fulmic property was to be transferred to a Fulmic account so that he could repay the loan. But the notary, who was sworn to be neutral and independent, instructed the buyers to transfer the 1.158 million euros into Marcel Templin's account which made it impossible for Reiner to repay the loan. The loans were transparently agreed upon in written contracts. There was no secrecy, and the company was aware of the loans at all times. The evidence that proves this has been officially submitted to the court, who has chosen to ignore it and has muzzled the defense and ordered they not be allowed to mention it. The evidence shows that Hoffman, Templin, and the notary illegally obtained access to the profits of Fulmic's property. And not only is the court ignoring this evidence, they have summoned these same people as witnesses against Fulmic. The complaint states, Fulmic has also made himself liable to prosecution for embezzlement by purchasing the gold bars without the consent of the shareholders, obscuring their existence and possessing them for himself. But the purchase of the gold bars is also documented. 
They are in holding and can only be accessed with the signatures of both Reiner Fulmick and Vivian Fisher. This is shown in company documents, which were never given to the public prosecutor, but they have been submitted by the defense and are being ignored by the court. Furthermore, while the court froze Fulmick's accounts, they failed to freeze the 1.158 million euros in Marcel Templin's account, which is presumably still there and appears to be the payoff for this internal coup. The trial is happening now in Germany, and the plaintiff's sloppy accusations are beginning to fall apart. One reporter at the trial said, The case was totally destroyed, and one could only sit there in amazement. A journalist from Biddle TV said that Reiner will not only be released, but also compensated. The people who did this to him, in my opinion, will be charged themselves. It is beginning to appear as if justice may folks, finally... We're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's Wednesday, February 14th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Okay. It's February 14th, Valentine's Day. Hope everybody is feeling deeply in love. We have just just so much to talk about today. It's uh, truly mind-blowing. It's one of those days, folks, so I'm glad you're here with us to break it all down. We'll be opening up the phone lines in the third hour. We'll be joined by Brianna uh, Morello in the second hour. Stay tuned for that. Host of the Brianna uh, Morello Show. Lots of videos to, to show you. Lots of new revelations about the destructive and despotic actions of the deep state. So let's not waste any time. Get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024. Republicans impeach Mayorkas in historic vote. Yes, House Republicans on Tuesday narrowly secured a historic vote to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, rallying GOP members after a first failed effort. Mayorkas is the first cabinet official to be impeached since the 1870s, a vote made all the more remarkable by Republicans' inability to pass the same articles of impeachment last week when three GOP members joined Democrats to tank the resolution, citing concerns that their colleagues were abusing their impeachment power. Uh, the articles are not expected to move in the Democrat-led Senate. It'll likely die here. And, of course, it comes three years too late, considering the fact that even if the impeachment were to go through, you're essentially shaving off a couple months of Mayorkas' tenure 
as it ends later this year, early next year. Tuesday's 214 versus 213 vote is a recovery from an embarrassing speed bump for Speaker Mike Johnson, whose fractious conference, particularly Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, had made impeaching Mayorkas a priority as they seek to make the border a central issue ahead of November. The Department of Homeland Security itself described the vote as advancing, quote, without a shred of legitimate constitutional grounds. Which is interesting because uh, I, I, maybe they've forgotten about the literally tens of millions of people they let cross our border. Perhaps they, they haven't noticed the 80,000 plus children that have gone missing. I know not a single shred of evidence of any wrongdoing or misappropriation of funds or coordinating to break the laws of the United States. Nope, no, nothing to see here. Again, nice to see. Too little, too late. Alejandro Mayorkas shouldn't really be impeached. If we're honest, he should be thrown in a jail cell for the rest of his life. Moving on, CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russia collusion claims. This according to a report, the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA Director John Brennan identified and presented the targets to the U.S. intelligence sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies. The intelligence gathering organizations in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, according to a report published Monday on Michael Schellenberger's public substack. And, of course, we talked about this at the time. This was sort of obviously what their technique was. Once again, we're in this position where it's something that we've known more or less, you can just sort of logic it out, right? You had UK spy members who were the ones who were provided the first dossier about Trump. And we pointed out at the time, oh, it's this five eyes sharing. I, like, I remember very specifically talking about, like, well, if I can't spy on my person, then I'll just go to the UK and they can spy on my citizen. I can't spy on my citizens. They can't spy on their citizens, but we can spy on each other's citizens. And it's called Five Eyes, and it's the reason this exists, to circumvent and uh, just simply get around the limitations imposed by our Constitution. So we've known this since it happened. It was obvious from the beginning. Now we have a lot more information about it. The report by the independent journalists Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Gutentag has not been confirmed by the Post. They cite multiple unnamed sources, including one close to House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence led by Representative Mike Turner of Ohio. Turner's office did not respond to the Post's request for comment. The U.S. intelligence community had identified 26 Trump associates as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate, one source told the outlet. In spy speak, bumping is is when a person is manufa- when a reason is manufactured to meet with a target of interest in order to develop a relationship that could lead to intelligence. And it, it just ties in with uh, everything else they did to Trump during 2016, including allowing Russian agents into the country in violation of visa restrictions in order to let them go meet with Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner to then justify a FISA warrant against those people and their associates. It's all just little games they're playing. Something you have to understand about the FBI and the CIA and all these other organizations. Similar to the media, we always say the media's job is to 
tell the truth but leave you leaving leave you believing a lie the intelligence agencies and the spy state they f- break the law by adhering very strictly to the letter of the law so they're not allowed to spy on american citizens so they reach out to their five eye associates and ask them to spy on american citizens it's breaking the spirit of the law but sticking very resolutely to the letter of the law and in that way they circumvent our Uh, the constitution and the protections against tyranny that would in other ways restrict them from uh, being tyrannical despots. Meanwhile, bloodbath at Paramount claims 800 jobs, including CBS news journalists embroiled in controversy. Several NBC news reporters were caught up in layoffs at Paramount global claimed 800 jobs, including one who's embroiled in high stakes first amendment fight. And another who's reportedly weathered HR probes over his workplace behavior, Catherine Herridge, an award-winning senior correspondent whose first amendment case is being closely watched by journalists nationwide was among the hundreds of employees at cbs parent company paramount who got pink slips on tuesday sources told the post the carnage provoked outrage from the rank and file at cbs with some focusing their ire on paramount global ceo bob backish who pulled down 32 million dollars in total compensation last year despite the company's ever shrinking financial profile well it's called our, our democracy it's called the new american way it's called the people at the top purposefully and seemingly for no other reason than their own profit collapse the company or the nation or the state that they're in charge of and make out like bandits. This is I, I can understand why you'd be mad about Bob Backers making thirty two million dollars despite the company itself collapsing and having to fire eight hundred people because you can't afford to pay them. I can understand how that could seem bad but this is the modern world this is what's supposed to happen now he's just you know it's a doggy dog world and he's the biggest dog eating all the other little ones so you know there's no such thing as job security or you know taking one on the chin so you can benefit the people that you're responsible for it's all about just getting as much as humanly possible as quickly as possible and leaving a trail of destruction in your wake that's how you succeed in this thoroughly corrupt society that we now suffer through. Meanwhile, in addition to the 2016 spy games being played against Donald Trump for the for having the temerity to go up against the unelected deep state, FOIA documents have revealed that a secret 2020 election day meeting with CISA, Dominion, ES, and S, Eric, FBI, leftist organizations, state officials, and others has been recently discovered. Investigative journalist Yehuda Miller received several FOIA documents that completely reshaped what we are told to believe about the 2020 presidential election. Uh, Gateway Pundit will be publishing several of these explosive documentaries in the coming days. The election was billed uh, by the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, and mainstream media and former CISA chief Chris Krebs as the most secure election in U.S. history, just like Joe Biden is the sharpest tack in the room, because there's a certain there's a certain tactic that narcissists and psychopaths use when lying, congenital liars, people who can't help but be utterly and totally dishonest. They can't just... They can't give you any ground. They can't say, "Eh, you know, Joe Biden's, he's a little bit, you know, yeah, okay, the 2020 election was, yeah, maybe it had some issues. But in the end of the day, it was legitimate. We got the right. And, like, that would be reasonable. That would be 
what somebody who actually respected and, and, uh, you know, had, had respect for the people they were talking to. That's how they would phrase it. But these people, uh, despise you and, and think that you're an idiot. And so instead of saying, yeah, maybe the 2020 election had some, it was a bumpy road, but we got there in the end. They say it was the most secure election ever and questioning it at all is a Donald Trump conspiracy theory and you're a domestic terrorist. And Joe Biden isn't an old man that has, he has some trouble every once in a while. We can all see that. But at the end of the day, he's a, he's a firm hand on the tiller. No, no, it's, he is the sharpest man in the room. People are in awe of his mental acuity. They fall at his feet just dazed by the sheer force of his intellectual power they have to go over the top with their lies i don't know why i think it's something psychologically wrong with them uh but it works on people i think i think it really works on people it's very weird when they say these things that are just obviously the opposite of what reality is but then you talk to somebody on the street and they're like um actually the 2020 election was the most secure election ever you just have to be like okay so you're just you're completely off the reservation. There's no point in even talking to you. Cult members, they're all cult members. So we'll get into this a little bit uh, more again. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency organized this phone call on 2020 Election Day, and it was uh, you know a big a big cabal organizing to uh, make sure that the stolen election went off as planned. All very predictable. Now this is a. Another story in a series that have happened in America over the recent past. Man arrested after vandalizing South Florida LGBTQ pride mural, police said. Here's the thing about the mural. Uh, They painted it in the middle of an intersection. So what this man is now being charged with, a felony crime, he's being charged with driving a car on the road. See, they painted the road a rainbow. So now it's a sacred road. Now it's not just, uh, there, there it is. There's the felony crime. He may be going to prison for years because of that action. What did he do? Well, he pressed the accelerator a little bit harder than necessary while driving on the public road that some religious extremists had decided to paint a rainbow color to represent their open disdain and hatred of uh, Christian morals. What was their evidence for the hate crime? American flag. That's right. He had American flag. He should have just burned that instead. And this is just the way the world works now. This is the, we, it's important to understand, we live in a theocracy, and you can be punished by the state, and you will be punished by the state brutally for blasphemy, blasphemy against their state religion, state religion of gay sex and Judaism, basically. These are the, these, it's sort of a combine religion. It's the LGBT religion mixed with uh, worship of Israel. And these things are are illegal to oppose now. You're heretic, you're blasphemous, and the agents of the state, the holy warriors of, you know, Orlando PD or Delray Beach uh, Police Department, the Knights, the new Knights Templar, they'll uh, haul you away and, and stick you in a concrete box for the rest of your life for daring to drive on the road that they painted. 
Video released by the Delray Police Department show the driver of a pickup truck with a large flag on the back performing burnouts in the intersection located at Northeast 1st Street and 2nd Avenue. Police said in a news release that the reckless action caused significant damage to the streetscape painting, which serves as a symbol of unity and inclusivity for the LGBT community. And that's what they need, unity and inclusivity. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe you should have just washed their feet instead. How dare you? How dare you drive your truck on the road, sir? That road is a symbol of unity and inclusivity for this poor, beaten down and oppressed minority group that will have you arrested for opposing their symbols, for damaging their symbols. Law enforcement actively worked on the case for more than a week, police said. We received multiple reports from concerned citizens who witnessed Brewer engaging in these destructive acts. I remind you, uh, driving on the road. Okay, driving on the road. That's what he has been charged with. Uh, Brewer turned himself in Monday. Palm Beach County jail records show he was released from custody the next day, posting a $5,250 bond on on charges of felony criminal mischief and reckless driving. And it's not the first time the crosswalk has been vandalized. Alexander Jarek, then 20, pleaded guilty to the same charges for performing damaging burnouts in the intersection in 2021. A judge sentenced the Lake Worth man to probation and community service. So charged with a felony for driving over their sacred symbol. And again, not the, not the first, actually just the latest in a series of these types of events. As Raw Egg Nationalist points out, defacement of America's real sacred symbols will not go unpunished. He points to a man who has been sentenced to 15 years in prison. For burning an LGBTQ flag hanging in a church. Talked about this yesterday. 15 years in prison. Gonna let that one sink in for you. Burning an LGBT flag. Yeah, you can burn an American flag. That's your right under the First Amendment. But the LGBT flag doesn't represent the First Amendment. It represents something else. It represents a tyrannical religious class that burning their symbols is uh, blasphemy. It doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody got hurt, right? Nobody actually suffered from this. He burned a flag. He burned an LGBT flag. He is now in prison for 15 years. Can you imagine going away to jail right now and not being out until 2040 because you burned a, a gay flag. That's the, it's the world we're in. And, of course, the man who beheaded the satanic display has been charged with a hate crime. He says we should not tolerate Satan, but Satan is, is our god now. Satan is the god of our religion here in America. So that's blasphemy. Of course, I could find video after video of people destroying nativity scenes, or tearing down uh, crosses. Of course, there's been a series of fire bombings against church buildings and pregnancy centers following the Supreme Court decision about Roe versus Wade. None of those have even been charged. You can burn down a library. You can burn down a, a small business in New York or Philadelphia or L.A., and the government's response in that case is to actually pay you $20,000. If you're in Black Lives Matter. So if you're in Black Lives Matter and Antifa 
and you go and you try to burn down a historic church in Washington, D.C., the response will likely be, as it has been in New York and Philadelphia and Chicago and a number of other cities, to actually pay you $20,000. If you burn a gay flag, you go to jail for 15 years. So there's that. So Dylan Reese Brewer, 19 years old, he faces felony charges for criminal mischief for driving over an LGBT, LGBTQ mural uh, that they painted on the ground on the road. Pretty incredible stuff. And, and this is just the beginning. I mean, is it is it getting is it getting more obvious? Is it becoming more clear? The world that we live in, the absolute despotic madness that rules our daily life. The arbitrariness of the application of law, the way that the government can spy on their enemies, can send people to prison completely arbitrarily while letting out murderers and criminals where one president not who doesn't break the law is facing 450 years in prison while the president, vice president at the time that did break the law gets off scot-free because he's too mentally incompetent to know any better when you've got private organizations and NGOs and media outlets and big tech billionaires and the FBI and the CISA all gathering together to conspire to rig a 2020 election four years after they failed to rig the 2016 election by using international cooperation with overseas intelligence agencies to spy on in an effort to get blackmail or provide a strategic information against Donald Trump's campaign. I mean, is it becoming clear to you the anarcho-tyranny that we live under, the relentless murders and thefts and homelessness and machete attacks? I mean, you just have to look at Austin, right? Last week, some poor kid walking down the trail got his arm cut off by a machete Yesterday, a car drove through a hospital and killed 19 people. Mass shooters targeting churches, completely disappearing from the headlines outright because they're transgender. Video after video of cops shooting at innocent people because they're so on edge because the us versus them, cops versus citizens mentality has been driven home on both sides to where when people get arrested, they feel like they're about to die, so they fight back with everything they've got. And it has cops being completely on edge and shooting first and asking questions later as they just riddle with bullets innocent people who happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Is it becoming clear to you yet that this chaos is manufactured on purpose by design? It's not necessary. It's not inevitable. These are all choices that we're making to create this just uncontrolled, out of whack, unbalanced, chaotic, frenzied madness that we all have to deal with as we're just trying to put food on our table and live a life unmolested by the powers that be. They will never let us be. They will never let us alone. We have to overthrow these people. I don't know how exactly, but... And I, I really don't know how because it's it's got to happen in the minds of the individual. It's got to 
all you have to do is look at these things clearly without the bias of the modern world getting everything mixed up, right? It would be obvious if you had, you know, some leftist who goes to a church or, you know, a, a just stop oil activist who throws paint on a, on a religious symbol, right? If they were painting the crosswalks with crosses and then somebody walked across them and then was thrown in jail for blasphemy, for violating the, the sacred religious moral, it'd be like, oh, we're in a theocracy. Oh, this is like a Christian theocracy. When it's not Christianity, apparently people can't recognize a theocracy. They can't recognize tyranny. If we had laws where you can't be anti-Christian uh, and speaking out against Christianity as a whole or a Christian individual was considered a, a hate crime and you could actually be charged for it or removed from the Internet, it would be obvious we live in a Christian theocracy. Well, that's what happens with anti-Semitism because we live in a Jewish slash gay theocracy. <laughs> that's that's just the truth. That's where we are at this point. And uh, we have to do something about that. We have to do something about that. We have to see it first. And then we have to destroy it. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com. Or triple eight two five three three one three nine. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's 
that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and then there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with but it's the reality facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really really nasty infowars.com it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman old or young Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what a, what a Valentine's Day. We, uh, we got a lot of videos to show you. We're getting more. We're getting more every minute. We'll have to go to uh, one that we just found here in just a little bit. Because good lord. I, I, uh, okay, I, I mean, I don't even know where to go with it's, this. It's a barn burner. I guess we can go to that one. I just uh, I just haven't had time to look up the stats, so I'm going to be vague with my stats. Uh, I, you know, I know what they are, but I, I got to actually find them in my research. Uh, but we, yeah, we can go to the video. We can go ahead and go to the video. We got we got a couple of videos that all kind of uh, combined together. So we just came across this one. We listened to about four seconds of it and decided we hate this guy with a burning passion. But we're going to hear him out. We're going to hear what he has to say. Uh, it's – how do I set this up? Um, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. You know what? Uh, before – no, yeah, we'll go to this one first. All right, we'll go to this one first. This was posted by uh, Young Americans for Liberty, I believe. Uh, Young America's Young America's Foundation. Uh, it's it's a black guy in a suit behind a podium. Just it really, you know, I guess in terms of like America's religion, he's a priest of America's religion here delivering a sermon about crime in America. Let's watch and we'll we'll pause and comment as we listen along. And learn. Whites are psychopaths. All right, let me. And their behavior represents. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> okay. All right. So he starts off. Comes out swinging. Whites are psychopaths. See, there's a thing that happens when you try to talk about crime by division of race, where if you simply point out the FBI statistical evidence, the data that comes in, 
on, on crimes by race, if you notice and and actually say the differences that you see, you are accused of not just looking at data, but of being compelled and driven by some underlying 19th century racial belief that there is something inherently criminal about the Negro mind, right? This is what's always put. If you just go, well, 13% of the population are black and they commit 50% of the crime. If you break it down further, you know, really only about 6% of the population are young black men and they're the ones who commit 50% of the crime. And this is a problem. This is an issue. It's an issue for the black community. It's an issue, you know, obviously destroys families, people sent to prison. The communities themselves are the ones most often victimized by the black perpetrators. So it's a problem, and if you want to solve it, you have to actually look at the data and, and figure out how best to uh, rectify the situation because it's not a good one. Uh, but again, if you just say black people on average commit more crime than white people, they say, oh, really, you just believe that black people are the untermensch and that you are the ubermensch and that they are genetically predisposed to violent activity. And it's like, well, I never said any of that. I'm looking at the stats here. So I think this is some sort of overcompensation where it's the the black guy that we're listening to here uh, trying to flip this on its head and being like, they think that about us? Well, I'm going to say it about them. It's very sad and also reinforces other stereotypes we won't get into. Uh, but let's go. Let's go back. I'm sorry. I, I had to stop it there. So, so far in this uh, this sermon, in this religious address we have learned that whites are psychopaths let's continue whites are psychopaths and their behavior represents an underlying biologically transmitted proclivity with roots deep in their evolutionary history so true how can how many of you could see the proclivity that evolved deep within the evolutionary history of whiteness by show of hands how many of you could see how many, it how many of you can Some define proclivity sitting, no, no i don't want to raise my hand that's called denial there's no discussion about the delusion and the perversion of whiteness. Say this with me. Rape culture in America. Before is a I actually say it with her. Economic and moral, and moral institution. institution. Incredible. So we're going to, we have it written in the law. You can rape black women, but All we've right. never been a racist let's, country. Okay. Let's just pause it right there. Let's pause. Let's, let's, Let's dig down. Let's investigate. Put our critical thinking hats now. Raping black women is illegal in this country. So he just said that. This is this is why I struggle. I mean, I know how to argue with somebody who says something that's kind of true. When somebody is just like, it is undeniable that the sky is red all the time every day. It's just like, but it's not. No, it's not. This is, this is as far as these arguments can go. Raping black women is legal in this country. Well, no, it's not. I mean, what, what are we supposed to say here? It's not. Everybody knows it's not. What the hell are you talking about? This man should be in jail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got to do something. We can't let this keep going. Whatever this is, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. There are people listening to him that are actually repeating back to him what he's saying about rape culture. Now, again, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think I generally know the numbers. 
in terms of not just rape, obviously black women uh, are massively overrepresented in terms of victims of rape and of murder uh, because they're the primary victims of the, the black criminals. But in terms of interracial rape, it's at least tens of thousands. Uh, we, I mean, the numbers are out there. I'm pretty sure it's something like I don't want to I don't want to overblow it, but I think it's something like seventeen thousand white women are raped by black men in a year, something like that. I'm not so sure. I'm not I, I'm not a hundred percent on that statistic, but it's massive and, and horrifying. Like when you see it and you think about like, okay, so that's 365 days a year. So that's like every hour a white woman is raped by a black guy every 15 minutes. What is going on here? That is insane. The interracial rape statistics. Now, I'm not sure about that. I, I, I don't have the exact numbers on it. The number of white men who rape black women per year, I am positive in because it's uh, zero. It's zero. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Statistically, doesn't happen doesn't happen maybe a vanishingly small but it doesn't show up in the statistics it doesn't happen it doesn't happen but people believe it does you know this type of information it's not just whoever this guy is speaking to whatever crowd this is i remember when uh, owen and i were on the street uh at south by i think in 2018 and we were interviewing a black girl and she was like you're the ones i gotta worry about it's white guys who are raping black women and it's like, no, that literally, that literally never happens. So, outside thirteen years a slave. Yeah, well, Hollywood obviously has a vested interest in portraying it as as happening. Okay, so uh, let's go back. I'm sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, sir. Uh, you were just saying that uh, white people are psychopaths. It's inherent in their. Uh, I'm sorry, they, their proclivity is inherent. And he's very, he's very well-spoken, isn't he? Let's go back to uh, the priest, shall we? This goes beyond gaslighting. Yeah, it does. And it's rooted in psychological delusion. Wow, so deep. And I'm not seeking agreement from white people at all. Yeah, because white people care about the truth, I guess. I don't, I don't know. prioritize whiteness or white people in my work in that way. So turn to your and say, as much as we want to talk about how bad Anti-blackness is, it is the foundation of all American, all white American institutions. We then get to Ron DeSantis. He says, in Florida, we're taking a stand against the state-sanctioned racism that is critical race theory. We yeah. won't all allow right. for uh, the tax dollars to be spent teaching kids to hate our country I'll, I'll or just hate say each it. other. I'll just come out and say it. Slavery was a mistake. I think slavery was a mistake. I think... If only our forefathers knew. Slavery, it was, just, it was a terrible mistake. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsTore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. 
because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Alright, welcome back, folks. I don't know what to say. I'm I'm sort of torn. I don't like talking about this stuff. I don't like getting into these topics. But then 
that's the that's the problem, isn't it? The problem is that you've got crazy black people like whoever this dude is saying just the most horrible, racist, divisive crap, just lies, just open, despicable lies. And they're so egregious and they're so in your face that you just want to, like, ignore it. Like, you just don't – you just want to go, ugh, whatever, dude. Like, everybody gets that you're crazy. But not everybody gets that they're crazy. And if you don't respond to it, uh, then people only get one side of the message, and it's the insane racist side. And then you sort of extrapolate that, and you look at some of the videos that I can show you here today of white people being savagely attacked by black people out of nowhere for no reason – we have a lot of them, and there's a, a a constant with all these videos where all of the other white people that aren't being attacked uh, just stand there, or or they run away. And if a white person ever does fight back, then you'll have a crowd of black people jump in and and assist their their fellow black person. So there's there's a part of it that's like, all right, if I just Ignore this. If I just don't talk about this, if I don't defend white people or argue back against this insane black dude, and, you know, it's almost like I'm I'm then the white person standing there while another white person gets savagely beaten, not doing anything. It's kind of like I have to step in. I have to stand up for white people. It sucks. I hate doing it. It's annoying. I was, I was watching the show back yesterday, and it's like I'm. Listening to myself and I'm going, gee, all right, we get it. Black, you know, white people being destroyed. But it's like, but I don't, it's not my choice. I don't want to talk about this stuff, but these people are everywhere. So we got to say something about it. We got to stop it. Here's a good example, uh, clip number 16. This was posted, uh, with a, with a title, sarcastic title, but it was like, you know, if you're asking what the white kid did to deserve it, uh, can I remind you of slavery? And you can see the white kids literally run away. They literally run away. So we back it up. I don't know. Did we did we start it early enough? So the black kid sets up the camera. So he's filming this. He's getting ready for it. They're on a basketball court. Uh, a black dude. He runs up like um, like a Naruto character and just sucker punches a kid in the back of the head. And all the other white kids run away. Just run away. They all flee. They all get the hell out of there. Now he knocks the kid out. The kid falls back. Hits the back of his head on the uh, basketball. Uh, floor. That's how you die, by the way. When people die in fist fights, that's why. It's because they fall straight back and hit the back of their head. And you can see that kid freezes up. Have you ever seen fight videos where people like freeze and start like twitching? It's because the back of their head gets hit. So I don't know. That kid may have died. He may be in a coma. We're not sure. But he was white, so I guess he deserved it. Uh, but again, the issue I see is that all the white kids around him literally just flee. They just run away. They see an innocent person just standing there, be savagely attacked. And their response is, despite the fact there's 10 of them and one attacker, the 10 people run away, they flee, they run away. And maybe this is because they, you know, have some inkling of uh, what would happen legally if they were to get involved, where it would be, you know, you'd have the NAACP, you'd have like the black community rally around the kid and our poor son got beaten by a mob of white people. Like it doesn't matter who starts it or whether they're defending themselves. Uh, there's a certain power to collectivism that is undeniable. We go to number uh, 17, another great example, exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, another gym, another school, right? They're basically prison yards at this point. Black kids sitting there with a uh, 
a sign smashes. One white kid smashes another. Now, see, this white kid actually fights back. Everybody else runs away, right? Uh, but when it's when it becomes obvious that the, the white kid is actually kind of have the upper hand, here comes a, a, a black adult running in and attacking the white kid, despite the white kid being the one who was just standing there when he himself was attacked. Again, this is like, I don't know. Yeah, you can't just stand there and ignore this. So now the white kid's getting getting ganged up on uh, by all the black people. So this just happens over and over. And, uh, you know, people say, well, it's high school. Kids get in fight. You can make whatever excuses you want up. But this starts as early as elementary school. If we go to clip number 19, uh, this is a nine-year-old white girl um, fully embracing diversity. Here she's being beaten by a young black man. And now she's being beaten by a much older black man. Here's a nine-year-old white girl being pummeled by probably a 15-year-old black kid. Uh, and some other, some of the other black kids get in on it. There's the little kid getting his turn. So again, just uh, from from youth until old age, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. We can go to clip number one here. We won't show you the whole thing because it is, in fact, just utterly brutal. Uh, but yeah, we can go ahead and go to clip number one. Why not? Uh, this was in... Uh, I'm not sure uh, Compton or something, but yeah, white guy made a mistake being in a black neighborhood. It was just savagely beaten. Savagely. Now let me go ahead and pull it down because it actually gets really, really brutal, and I don't want to show it. Uh, but not only is it brutal with a, a mob of people beating this man senseless for no reason because he's white, uh, leaving him literally bleeding from every orifice in his uh, face and head, lying on the ground, but nobody calls cops, nobody checks on him. He eventually is just left there. And they're like doing burnouts in cars on in the intersection and he's lying on the concrete bleeding to death and nobody cares. Nobody tries to help him. Nobody has any concern whatsoever. Uh, and this is, you know, a lynching, what you might call a lynching, although lynchings were usually in response to a crime that was committed. Some guy, you know, violated a white girl and, you know, they would go and, and they wouldn't wait for the justice system. They would just uh, carry out street justice. Uh, but even in the heights of Jim Crow, you really didn't have this, certainly not on a daily basis like we have today. I didn't pull these videos on purpose. These are all these all just were published yesterday. I didn't go through and like dig around for a bunch of videos of white people getting beaten by black people. This was these were all just posted in the last 24 hours. So, yeah. Again, I don't want to talk about this, but I feel like if I don't, then I'm the white guy who's just standing there while another white guy gets beaten by a mob of black people. And it's like, I have to say something about this, right? I mean, my God. Good Lord. There's another uh, video here of some guys playing pool. Is that uh, clip 13? Yeah, let's go to clip uh, 13 here. Uh, clip 13 is, the, is maybe the solution to this. So let's uh, let's back it up to the beginning and uh, and roll clip 13. We can get rid of all the crime in America overnight, just like that. And people ask how Attorney Crump changed the definition of crime. Of course, if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal. You can predict who the criminal is going to be. Uh, it sounds yeah. like we are criminal, though. Yeah. Our existence no, is the culture. criminal. They, made, no, no. The laws they made the law to uh, criminalize our culture, to black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so when I think of Eric Garner, I always think of stuff like that. Lucy cigarettes. I did nothing. We sitting here the whole time. I'm not business. What are you doing? You're about to do what? Who got some cigarettes? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Gary lost his life. Yeah. And then... George Floyd, 
was trying to buy cigarettes and so forth. So you have to think about the profile and things that they come up with the profilers for pretextual reasons. And it happens every day, Al. They will come and say, you can't wear baggy pants. Right. Make that a crime. Right. You yep. can't have milk yeah, cars. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. They all nod right. along. Yep. It is illegal to wear baggy pants. Yes. That's, yes, Mr. Crump. You're exactly right. It's illegal to wear baggy pants in America. Isn't that terrible? Uh, you know, just it's what it's just fantasy, just this bizarre victimization fantasy nonsense. But, I'm, you know, I, frankly, it's brilliant. How do you solve crime? You change what constitutes a crime. If you just stop calling crimes crimes, if you just stop prosecuting criminals, you eliminate crime. <laughs> Wow, wow, why didn't we think of that? Oh, that's right, because it's retarded. No, I'm sorry, we, we didn't think of that, because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's why. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, how, it's like how baggy pants are illegal. And they're all like, yep, mm, yep, mm, yep, exactly, exactly, bag, bag, baggy pants are illegal, that's right. <laughs> Benjamin Crump. An American attorney who specializes in civil rights and catastrophic personal injury cases is wrongful death suits. Uh, so I did not plan on talking about black crime today, but we just happened to come across that video of the man calling whites psychopathic proclivities baked into their DNAs. And, uh, well, we had to go down a little tangent, a horrible, depressing tangent. So I hope not everybody... Uh, is falling for this. And actually, there's, um, you know, we could get serious with this. We could talk about this V-Dare article, Black Lives Matter in the New York Times and Black Lives Murdered Everywhere. They actually break down the way that thousands of black people were killed following the uh, defund the police program uh, because it's all it's all just as retarded as the last. But we're not going to be serious about it. We're just going to mock these people. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, 
the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal is on. We got uh, some more videos to show you here. In fact, I want to go to a video of uh, Owen Schroyer. Owen yesterday, clip 18, went on a little rant that I wanted to expand on because he it's a point that I, I've been wanting to make as well. I just keep, keep forgetting to do it. Uh, so let's just go to Owen uh, Schroyer, clip 18. Here's him yesterday on The War Room, and then I'll, I'll expand on what he's saying. So he's exactly right. Let's watch. And, 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 and we're funding that. It's disgusting. How many dead Ukrainians for this war? 100,000? But see, there's plenty of money for Ukraine. There's plenty of money for Israel. There's plenty of money for the illegal immigrants. But the American people are suffering financially. And so, so see, that's like the ultimate frustration, though, is that we, we in America, and Tucker Carlson talks about this all the time, we in America could be living like kings beyond even what we have now. We don't have to have subways where you get mugged that are falling apart and smell like shit. We could have state-of-the-art subways. I mean, we could have maglev technology. We could have the best airports. We could have the best infrastructure, new bridges, new skylines, new railways. I mean, think about, okay, $200 billion one year, and that's, and that's being con- conservative. $200 billion in one year that we'll give to Ukraine, Israel, and illegal immigrants. Boy, what could we do with that money here? They build a football stadium. I believe the most expensive stadium ever built was the one in Las Vegas that they just had the Super Bowl in. It was like $1.2 billion or something. Guys, guys, find out how much that Allegiant Stadium in, in Las Vegas cost. Awesome facility. Great. They had a Super Bowl there. Big concerts tour there. It's like a billion dollars. 1.9, okay, 1.9 billion. Imagine, so you could build how many of those with 200 billion dollars? You could build a hundred of those. I'm not saying we need a hundred football stadiums. The point is that we could have the best airports. We could have the best subways. We could have the best trains. We could have the best infrastructure. We could have the best everything. We, the American people that built it. But no, our money, our treasure, our future all gets given away to Ukraine and Israel and illegal immigrants. And we sit here in these slums looking at our bank accounts sitting at zero. And I'm sick and damn tired of it. So, yeah, very powerful uh, rant from Owen. He's, he's exactly right. And it's how I feel as well. It's also how Trump feels. This is why, you know, people get suspicious. They're like, Trump wants to build cities. He's the World Economic Forum 15 minutes. Like, no, it's about not accepting 
the decline. It's about re- rejecting and refusing to go along with the idea that what's happening in America is somehow inevitable, that while China and Dubai and Moscow become these technologically advanced, clean, incredible cities, America is just stuck in some sort of inevitable backslide into chaos and misery and filth. It's not necessary. It's not anything we we have to accept or anything that we are incapable of reversing. These are choices being made by our leadership on purpose. And I imagine, I'm not sure, but I think that was in response to what Tucker Carlson was saying. After all, Tucker Carlson in the uh, World Government Summit was talking about the city of Moscow, how much nicer it is than any city in America, comparing the New York subway to the Moscow subway and just what a what a shocking comparison that is. And somebody responded to this, A.G. Hamilton 29 responded to this on Twitter saying, the level of ignorance here is really something. Large portions of Russia still don't have indoor plumbing. They fixed up a few cities to serve the oligarchs that have, through theft and corruption, bled the rest of the country and all of its resources dry. But that's not something for America to want to emulate. Have you been to small town America, A.G.? Have you seen what it's like outside of the cities? Have you ventured out of your metropolis? For any extended period of time, it's misery, chaos, filth, ugliness. American cities have been destroyed. They have been eviscerated by theft and corruption, or what they call offshoring and ESG, whatever they call it. The same thing happens. So not only do we have horrible small-town rural communities that are destroyed just like Russia, but our cities aren't even nice because of it. At least Russia gets nice cities out of it. Our cities are worse than the small towns at this point. So what are we getting? Nothing. We get nothing as the American people. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Valentine's Day broadcast of the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very happy to welcome my guest, Brianna Morello, host of the Brianna Morello Show. She is a former Fox News, Newsmax, local news, and MLB producer after Fox Corp threatened to put Brianna on leave for uh, on unpaid leave for not getting the COVID jab. She left the corporate media and made her way into independent journalism. You can find the Brianna Morello show on Rumble, and you can also find her on X at Brianna Morello. Thank you so much for joining us, Brianna. Thank you, Harrison. I appreciate it. Well, my pleasure. And uh, boy, is there a lot to talk about today. I understand you live... Uh, somewhat close to where this event happened. We talked about it in the first segment of today's show during the Daily Dispatch. 
but a man has been arrested for vandalizing the road by driving on it. He vandalized <laughs> the South Florida LGBTQ pride mural, a.k.a. the rainbow crosswalk. He drove on it. How dare he? How dare he? It's a what hate crime this? in Florida, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> a felony. He's, he's been charged with a felony, felony criminal mischief. Yeah, it's it's laughable, but it's not right. So ultimately what happened here is you have an individual who may have intentionally driven over an intersection and like through it just doesn't make any sense. I was actually just there yesterday and I was walking my dog. I have a little Pomeranian. And so he's a little bit older. And as we were crossing, he decided to stop and take a go to the bathroom right in the middle of the intersection. I had to drag him away because I was afraid he was going to be charged next with a hate crime. <laughs> right. Uh, but he obviously gets that from his mother. So ultimately <laughs> his instincts are right. It was very strange in itself, though, because when you look at the photo, I posted a photo on Twitter with the aftermath of everything looks like it's literally a tire mark. And if you see this area, it's glossy. So every time a car who's completely stopped hits the gas, you do hear like the skidding on the road. So ultimately, I wouldn't say this is anything that's worth prosecuting, but it's just sad that it's happening here in Florida. Listen, this is a political symbol, and I don't understand why we have to sit here and keep looking at this. You you want to have whatever sex you want to have. Congratulations. We don't need to see this on our streets. We don't need to use taxpayer money to fund to build a mural so that we could all sit here and have to celebrate with you. It's just it's strange from the very beginning. But this is actually the second person who has been charged with this crime. Both individuals actually are individuals with pickup trucks. And right. so I'm starting to notice a little a little pattern here. I don't know if it's intentional, but. To prove that he intentionally did that is is extremely difficult to do. But we haven't heard the governor say anything. It's been over 12, 24 hours now since these charges were filed. Well, you know, driving driving over it alone, you know, we can't really say whether, you know, what he meant. But the fact is he, he gave himself up, you know, just he provided all the evidence they need. He had an American flag in the back of his pickup truck. So I think that's what really did him in. Uh, he not only burned out on the lgbtq crosswalk he did it with an american flag in the back of his truck so clearly he's a nazi and has to be punished for it i mean i mean this is we live in a theocracy don't we i mean this is punishment for blasphemy uh, against the state religion essentially yeah yeah no it is it is and you know this wouldn't happen right we've seen all across blue cities we see individuals actually burning the american flag and they're never charged with any crimes of course but you have an individual who may or may have not accidentally slipped on a blm i'm sorry on a uh, lgbtq flag while he was driving and, and he's being charged it's it again it's it's strange especially for my area so ultimately yeah our city is democrat but we are pretty moderate so it's strange when things like this do take place because we aren't that far left here. It's the reason why I live here still. Uh, if we were right. far left, like my old uh, friends over in New York City, I wouldn't be here anymore. It's just it's it's very strange that they have chosen this battle with this individual to go after him and prosecute him because there's so many things here that we could kind of fix and we could kind of go after and, and try to, you know, fix. But this is where we're putting our resources and everyone's quiet on the issue. You know, Anthony Sabatini, a former lawmaker here in Florida, is calling for this gentleman to have all charges dropped, and he's calling on the governor to, to jump in and, and do something about it. But he's the only politician or former politician who's really jumping in and, and trying to defend this young man. So it's unfortunate because he's 19 years old, so they're going to try to ruin his life over this, and it's yeah. just unwarranted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Sabatini, a uh, f- friend of the show, uh, actually. And 
It's not the first time this has happened. You're exactly right. I mean, they spent a week investigating this, by the way. Law enforcement spent a week of resources to track down this this wanted criminal who I'm sure, like, didn't even think he did anything bad, right? I'm, I'm sure there's just he's a 19-year-old kid. He's probably like, oh, I'm going to do a burnout. This will be funny. He goes on with his life un- without him knowing for a week you've got CSI, you know, zoom in, enhance, like finding his license plate, tracking down cameras. Like there's people getting mugged and robbed and raped and all that gets put yeah. to the side while they track down this thought criminal. It's not the first time this has happened. Uh, Raw Ig Nationalist posted this on uh, Twitter. A man was sentenced to 15 years in prison for burning an LGBTQ flag. Of course, uh, the man who beheaded the satanic display was charged with a hate crime for dismantling that. And as you point out, Black Lives Matter. Not only are, do they get away with like burning down libraries and historic churches, they're actually paid in some cities twenty thousand dollar checks. New York City was cutting twenty to thirty thousand dollar checks uh, in compensation for the rioters that burned buildings and broke windows and smashed cars. So, I mean, what is it? I mean, it's an arco tyranny. But like, I'm so. It's so crazy now. I don't even know how to confront it. What do we? What do we do here, Brianna? <laughs> I don't even know. And, and just to put it into perspective for our audience, too, is here in Palm Beach County, because that's where this took place, we, we do have homeless people in our area. And it's sad. There's a woman I actually pass her every day, and she sleeps in the bushes. And so that's somebody who I would like to see us help and us put our resources towards, not towards investigating things like this and treating them as crimes, because it's not a crime at all. Uh, we we live in a ass backward society. And there's no other way to, to say it. You know, you're, you're citing New York for an example. The New York AG actually helped those BLM terrorists get their settlement checks. Right. So what she did is she actually investigated the NYPD and ruled that they were too rough on these protesters, protesters, I say loosely, mm-hmm. uh, and that they shouldn't have been handcuffed and abused by the NYPD. And as a result, they're now being assaulted by East Palestine or Palestine, sorry, protesters now in, in New York City. And so the NYPD can't do anything about that either. And so we just live in this world where you can't really question the left. You can't push back on any of their beliefs or any of the things that they say we have to kind of abide by. And you have to comply with them unless you want to have your entire life ruined. And sadly, this 19-year-old is about to suffer the consequences of that unless, you know, we get our governor and our state AG to step in, who are, reminder, both supposedly conservatives. Uh, they should be stepping in at this point and saying this is ridiculous and, and put an end to this. But – uh, they've allowed a lot to slide by here in Florida. You know, we have the most J6 defendants, and we have not heard right. yet from Ashley Moody's office, our AJ, or Ron DeSantis. Both of them feel like there's not much that they can do legally, and that's garbage because the left doesn't do that type of nonsense. They know how to engage in lawfare, and sadly, our members, our elected officials, don't want to get their hands dirty in it either, and they want to just bow out of it and pretend like they don't see anything. But I've brought it to their attention several times, and they just continue to ignore it. And so, sadly for this young man, I think they're going to do the same here. Yeah, I I definitely think they are. And, you know, you're exactly right. Everything you're saying is exactly right. And, of course, I mean, everything is backwards. Everything is inverted. Everything is is corrupted, you know, down to, to the smallest level. Uh, and of course, you know, we, I mean, we can get into, we can get into all of, all of this stuff, but when it comes to what the federal government is doing, some of the revelations today, FOIA document reveals secret 2020 election meeting with the, uh, secu- uh cybersecurity infrastructure agency, Dominion, ESNS, ERIK, FBI, leftist organizations, state officials, and others. Uh, this one recently 
uh, published some some documents proving this is happening. Uh, you also have the CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeting 26 Trump associates for the 2016 Russia collusion claims. I mean, when you really compile all of this together, the level of tyranny and despotism that's going on out of our government, it really, to me, puts a fire under me. Like, it, it really underscores the urgency that we have to have to confront this multifaceted tyranny coming down on us. Again, I just, I, I'm just hoping somebody out there knows what the heck we can do to, to combat this. How do you do, how do you do anything when we know this happens? We have the evidence that it goes on and yet nobody's punished and it'll just happen again next time. I mean, how do we break this cycle? Yeah, that's the problem, right? It's just going to keep happening because nobody's punished, like you just said. You got to get people who want to engage in lawfare, and that's ultimately where we're at now. So until they on the left have to feel the burden of all of this and, and kind of feel the pain of all of this, that's the only way this ends. But we don't have anyone who's really willing to do so. That's why you see the the Department of Justice going after all of these individuals. We'll, we'll, we'll start off actually with Dominion. So you mentioned Dominion's name, right? So Dominion obviously filed those defamation lawsuits against media outlets that covered the really Giuliani uh, press conference right. and went after them for millions and millions of dollars, as your audience already knows. The ultimate goal there was just to silence people, was to get them to not speak out about the voting machines. And right. they succeeded because everyone was was paralyzed in fear to go out there and speak about it. And so we never got any investigations. We never – those who did try to investigate it or express some level of interest. You know, I've spoken to a former FBI agent who wanted to, back in 2020, investigate the claims of election fraud that were coming into the FBI. And he was actually forced out of the bureau and forced into early retirement, meaning he was fired. Mm. And pretty much told that if he comes forward, they will come after him. And so he is paralyzed by fear, and he can't come out and talk about it. This is all about putting fear into people's hearts. So we're about to step into another election cycle, and this is why these stories are so prevalent. Uh, we have people right now who are lawyers, for an example, who tried – their best to prove that there was election fraud in the 2020 election. And what happens? Well, they are being sued. They are being uh, held in criminal court. They are going to be people like Rudy Giuliani might end up spending the rest of their lives in prison for defending their clients. And so what that does, again, to the argument of instilling fear into people's hearts is it sends a message to any attorney. If you guys want to start representing clients like this and start representing them in election fraud cases, we will come after you and we will take you down. And so, you know, we sit here and we say, you know, I hope Trump wins in 2024, but the odds are truly against him and not based on just if he were to have the election tomorrow, the American people would vote for him. I truly believe that. But then it's all of these, these Intel community people who are kind of working aggressively hard to shut it down and, and to go after him. We keep seeing it time and time again, and it's sad because even when he was in the White House, what was done to kind of prevent this from happening again and again? I don't think much was kind of done to make sure this wasn't going to happen. And so accountability, it's not going to come anymore. We've kind of – I feel like we've passed that moment. I don't think that these people fear much, and I don't think there's much that's going to be done to hold anyone from 2026 uh, – 2016, sorry, to 2020 accountable. Right. So I'm kind of – I don't know. I'm kind of pessimistic in all of this, and I don't really have any sense of optimism that something will come of it. it <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's it's hard not to be blackpilled. I mean, and you just, you know, if you just let your mind run, you think about, all right, all the people, the, the Hunter Biden laptop story that they wrote, nobody got punished for that. COVID-19 was a mass murder program with the vaccine scam. I mean, nobody's been held to account for that. I mean, the, the best we can hope for is that maybe, maybe they get threatened with impeachment. Maybe they get threatened with being fired or removed from their position. There's like thousands of people that should be in jail for the rest of their lives for what they've done to the Constitution and, and our entire, uh, you know, structure. But as you point out, people on the right don't know how to engage, whether it's lawfare or 
political warfare. And, and so the right, we're left with like so desperate for just something, even if it's symbolic, even if it's not going to go anywhere, like the Mayorkas impeachment, right? It's probably going to die in the Senate. It's probably not going to go anywhere. But at least he's going to have to defend himself. At least he's going to have to actually be confronted with a, you know, scandal that could end his career. So at least now he's on the back foot in some regard, in some way. And like, if that's all we get, I'm happy that we at least get that. I'm like we're like starving people that are happy to get the dry, old, moldy crumbs uh, because at least it's something to eat. So, you know, it's a start, I guess. But then it feels so pathetic to to accept this when in reality, a man who's let in tens of millions of illegal immigrants shouldn't just be impeached. The man should be charged with the RICO statute. I mean, how do we get to that next level of not just symbolic impeachments, but actually going after these people? I know you're kind of blackpilled, but is there any path forward, do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I would hope someone would prosecute you know, him, but I think, I think he's just the face of the problem. I don't think he's the actual person pulling the strings behind it, as many of you guys already know. So while Republicans were cheerleading for his impeachment, I was like, yeah, this sounds great and all, and I'm sure a lot of you will fundraise off of this and try mm-hmm. to give voters an inch to be thrilled with. I, I don't think this is the, the, the moment where I could sit there and say, wow, they really did what they were supposed to do. It, first off, and I don't even understand why it couldn't be done the first time, which is telling in itself, but I think I think it's a good first start. Um, you know, Mayorkas apparently did, according to reports, say that the person coming up behind him, if they do succeed at replacing him, uh, will probably be a lot worse. And right. I do fear that. I think they had somebody who's extremely radical coming in next. And so I was like, uh, maybe it's better that we just keep him in his place for now, just because you don't know who's coming in next. And they would really want to give the middle finger to the American people at this point. But I think that they need to prosecute him. They need to prosecute Joe Biden, because obviously he's well aware as to what's going on here in this country right now. And he's leading the efforts to to kind of overrun and to just completely disregard our immigration laws here in this country. You can't pick which laws you want to enforce. And I think that's critical here. You have to enforce our laws evenly, uh, fairly. And so when we're seeing him sit here and say, oh, if you guys just pass a bipartisan immigration bill, we'll make sure that we we control the border and we get, no, that's garbage. They're feeding it to you as garbage. And the Republicans who are sitting there and they're aligning themselves with it and saying, yeah, let's work together and let's link arms. Garbage. They're literally just using it as a PR push to pretend like they're going to do something about it and so that their voting base doesn't get pissed off in November and take it out on them. I mean, I'm from New York and I don't live there now, obviously, but I still have family there and people who are Democrats are seeing the issue with illegal immigration firsthand and they're pissed off. They're angry. Uh, they used to be able to say when Donald Trump would speak out and say stuff about it, they used to be able to say that, oh, you know, he's he's a racist. He's this. He's that. But now they're seeing it firsthand. They're seeing their communities kind of just fall apart and they don't want any part in this. And so I think they're mm-hmm. fearful of, of it getting, you know, taking out the polls. And a lot of the local elections are a little worried about that. So you see them pretending like they care, but they don't care. So I would like to see him being impeached. I would like to see Texas to step it up a couple of notches and uh, and kind of start going after them a little bit more aggressively. I, I know everyone's praising you know your governor in Texas, but I think he's he just started and it, this has been mm. going on for years now. And he should have been he should have been more aggressive about this from the very beginning, but he hasn't been. Exactly. And so yeah. I don't know. Well, it's it's, <laughs> well, it's it's the same as Mallorca's. It's like it's crumbs and we're starving, so we're like, thank you for the crumbs, sir. But please, we're starving still. Uh, and and of course, yeah, it's too little, too late. I mean, maybe they impeach uh, Mallorca's. Maybe it goes on for a couple months. Maybe like you know, by the time the election rolls around, he'll be out of office, and some new extreme person uh, will come in after him. And it's not only that they're 
I mean, and they're brilliant. I mean, they're they're so good at manipulating. They're just dumb as brick uh, followers, the Democrats, where they they put forward this bill and they go, see, now it's Republicans fault that the border's open. So now all the people that are mad about the border being open in New York City, they have a reason in their own mind to blame the Republicans on it. So it's this is the problem with trying to deal with any of this is the American people as a whole are so easily manipulated, uh, manipulated by the political class that we can't get anything done. But I I think, you know, as, as you said, I had the exact same thing. As soon as I heard my orcas being impeached, it was like, oh, good, but who's after him? But who's coming next? It's only going to be a worse person. But that's why you punish the person, right? That's why you make an example out of that person. So the person that comes after them goes, gee, if I do what that guy did, I'm going to go to jail and lose everything. So I better be on the straight and narrow here. And it's an arco tyranny. It would be better if there was just no laws. Instead, the selective application of laws, I mean, it's literally worse than anarchy. It's, it's an arco tyranny. And, and that's really what we're, uh, what we're dealing with here. It, so again, uh, you know, I'm with you, sort of blackpilled, not sure how we get to to a level where people are being punished for this. But I think that's the solution. What's your take on that? Just the idea that whether it's COVID and, and Anthony Fauci and the gain of function research or the border or the, you know, defunding the police. I think we have to actually be a little bit extreme here and punish these people severely. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO of a company. It doesn't matter if you're appointed to a position in the federal government. You should be stripped of everything. Shoved. It, it's kind of what the Chinese do. You can read stories in the Chinese where it's like they'll throw billionaires in prison like that. They'll take somebody who's corrupt in the government and they'll go to jail for the rest of their life or, the, or they'll be executed by the state. And it's like I don't want to be China, but at a certain point – you got to set an example so other people who come after don't just do the same thing, which is exactly what you're saying. It's a cycle that we're in right now. We got to break that cycle. Yeah, yeah. Well, now they know that the senile defense works. They might start taking that one up too if we start going after them. <laughs> so I know it's bad and it shouldn't oh, be the God. case, it's but it's so, so it's so awful. I mean, we literally had somebody who was storing classified documents in his garage behind a Corvette with his crackhead son running in and out of the garage and was likely selling state secrets. And so, um, <laughs> uh, if we're going to start holding people accountable, probably should start there. That would yeah. be my my first go to. But as many of us know, they will not. But I mean, if if you had to kind of map it out on where it starts. Oh, there it is. The legendary classified. And that's how that's how fool. I mean, these people don't care. I mean, the fact that he did like a whole video shoot right there is he's on tape. He's on tape saying the classified documents are in the basement or the classified documents are in the garage. So he's like, well, it's it was it was what my assistants were doing and I didn't have oversight. No, you he knew. Yeah, that's the thing. It's all so obvious. It's also right there. It's like I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall just trying to point out that the sky is blue and nobody believes me. It makes you feel insane, doesn't it, Brianna? It does. It does. That's why we're we're labeled far right these days. I mean, I I can't even I always laugh. So coming from New York and and now that like a lot of my New Yorker friends hear what I'm doing now and they read my reporting and stuff, they they're like, "What happened to you, Brianna?" I'm like, "Well, if you start reading more and you start looking into things, you, you you'll realize that what you're being told is is a bunch of lies and you'll start getting really passionate about it too and you'll start wanting to tell everyone about the lies that they're being fed and trying to call it out and that's what everyone needs to start doing you can't fear the labels anymore you can't fear being called names you have to go out there and, and 
push for all of this and keep telling people the truth. Like right now we have the president of the United States, the real one, President Donald Trump, who is being persecuted because, I mean, he was the only one who had the, the right to have classified documents in his possession and to declassify them. And yet he's being prosecuted while these people, Vice President Mike Pence, all these people who didn't have the right to do it, held classified documents and there were no charges that were filed. So it tells you what kind of state we are in right now as a country. We have everyone gearing up and going after a legitimate president because they didn't like him. He said some mm-hmm. mean things to them. He pissed them off. And so now they have to put him in prison for it. And then you have all these other people who are complying with their tyranny, with their corruption, and they're all getting let off. Uh, I think the best way to resolve this, you know, we had Jeff Clark on my show and we discussed going and competing in lawfare. And I think that's how, and I'm going to keep driving that point home. We need to get attorneys into positions of power where they're willing to go after these people and they're fearless because Yes, well, they try to go after you, but they try, you know, raising questions with the bar and trying to go after your license of practice. Yes, they will. But you have to be fearless. You can't fear these people. You have to just go all in and go after them. And, you know, you don't have to be violent. There's ways to go about doing this without doing so. And they just need to engage. And that's the problem is Republicans don't want to engage. And we have a lot of people who like to, you know, pretend like they're going to once they get to D.C., they're going to push back. And then once they get there, they go silent. Uh, key point in all of that is is Congressman Michael Gallagher. If you yep. guys recall, he was yep. one of the three who voted against uh, initially the impeachment of Mayorkas and the laughable part in all of this. And as you stated in the open, I worked for Fox Corp. So I was Maria Bartiromo's booking producer. And so I would book him and he wanted me to pass his phone number over to Maria because he wanted to start becoming a weekly talking head on her show to push forward the battle out with China. Like he wanted to battle it out with China on her show all the time because he hated China. He said he hated the CCP. He wanted to save America. And that was kind of his thing, which is something we could all agree with. But then all of a sudden, when he started elevating and moving up and becoming the chair of a subcommittee, that power to go after China kind of dwindled. And now he's not that rock star that he said he was going to be. He is kind of cowered out and he's done so by last year. He also uh, was supposed to appear at the World Economic Forum in Davos, the event, speak and be on a panel. And after I reached out to him aggressively, uh, this is a great quote to pull up. When I reached out to him aggressively, uh, his staff, they didn't respond. I have his number, so I texted him. And that's when all of a sudden the statement came out that he wasn't going to go anymore. Oh, wow. And so there's something, yeah, there's something very strange about him. He was going to go, wasn't going to go after I texted him. And so after he voted to impeach Mayorkas, I texted him about that, too. I said, hey, Congressman, what does Mayorkas have to do to get your vote for impeachment at this point? Like, sarcasm. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone starts jumping on him. And he didn't respond, of course. But then now uh, he's still it, on the It's cowardice. You're exactly right. It's all fear. Uh, we'll be back on the other side with uh, Brianna Morello. Stay with us. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. 
extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant. This full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD, like Rebel Zen, has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But... Most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Brianna Morello is my guest. She is the host of the Brianna Morello Show. You can find it on Rumble. You can also follow her on X at Brianna Morello or on her website, BriannaMorello.com. Formerly worked for Fox Corp. Uh, went went solo when she refused to bow to the COVID fear-mongering. And that's sort of a, a theme that I completely agree with in this discussion. It's fear. It's all about fear. It's all about keeping you scared to speak up against them, scared to protest against them, scared to reject their poisonous shots. 
Fear is the mind killer, and that's really what it's all about. And in that, in in those terms, January sixth is the most successful fear mongering psyop the world has ever seen. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people say, "Oh, you're going to go protest? Well, remember January sixth? You're going to go to jail forever." We can't be scared to question our government. We can't be scared to petition against our government. We can't be scared to investigate what happened on January 6th. I know, Brianna, you're uh, really leading the charge on that. What is the latest with the January 6th uh, scandal, I don't know, the lawfare against (laughs) decent Americans that's been justified apparently by January 6th? What's the latest and and what are you doing in this uh, movement? Yeah, so I've been following a lot of these J6ers stories and their process throughout, you know, having their trials and what happens afterwards. And there was a common theme among some of them. So those who are also veterans, they were having an issue. So prior to their trial, some of them, one of them mainly, received a reduction in their benefits through the Veteran Affairs Office. Now, it was strange because they weren't convicted of anything. They didn't even have their day in court yet. And yet the VA was sending them letters multiple times saying that they were reducing their benefits. And as many of you guys know, we live in a country where you are innocent until proven guilty. And so that was concerning. And so I reached out to the VA on that front. But then I also reached out about another veteran who was a videographer that day. His name is J.D. Rivera. He was simply there filming that day. He was under the impression that he was going to use his footage for a local news station here in Florida. And so he was filming and he did go into the Capitol with the other protesters. Well, J.D. is a Christian conservative, and so ultimately he was charged, prosecuted, and he was uh, sadly sentenced to prison. So he did about six months in jail. And then J.D., when he got out, got a letter from the Department of Veteran Affairs telling him that he has had his benefits reduced. Now, the only catch to that is J.D. shouldn't have had his benefits reduced. And he, I should also keep in mind that there was a appeals process that he is going through. And so this came when he was going through his appeal. And... What the letter specifically said, it was that J.D. was convicted of felonies. Now, this is all public record. He was only convicted of misdemeanors. No felonies were in his convictions, or he wasn't even charged. He wasn't even charged with any felonies. And so ultimately, the VA, he was trying to reach out, wasn't hearing back. And so I reached out to their media communications department on his behalf. And the Ken Harrelson story that I told you earlier about him getting his benefits pulled before his trial. And the VA asked me for some information, and then they just started ghosting me. And then J.D. got a letter in the mail, and so did uh, Ken Harrelson's wife, Angel Harrison. And the letter said, whoops, we're sorry, we didn't mean to pull your benefits, and we apologize. And they reinstated them, which sounds wow. great. But after I ran the story, I got multiple phone calls from multiple J6ers who were also veterans, and the same thing happened to them. And it was all around the same time. So I was deeply concerned. So as a journalist, you submit a FOIA request, which is a Freedom of Information Act, uh, and I'm just looking for any communications regarding these individuals' names. And it was just a very vague uh, request. They contacted me back to the VA and asked me to be a little bit more specific. So I told them I wanted communications from anyone within their benefits department. And then the VA started ghosting me again, and I didn't hear back from them. So I gave them enough time to respond. Legally, they have 20 business days to respond. They chose not to. I reached out to them again. They chose not to respond again. And so last week, we filed a lawsuit against the VA. I'm going to go sue them, and we're suing them now. And they've just officially been served as of today. And they are going to have to respond and explain why they will not turn over these documents. I'm legally entitled to these documents. All the people listed in my FOIA requests have granted access for the public to also have access to their information as well. So there's really nothing that should be barring the VA from handing those in, from that information over. I want to physically see why this suddenly happened. They won't tell us. They'll tell you it's a mistake, blah, blah, blah. But th- this doesn't seem like it's just a random mistake. It seems like people were being targeted. Ken Harrelson, by the way, I should also mention, the individual who had his benefits pulled prior to his trial is 
an Oath Keeper, and he was one of the co-defendants in Stuart Rhodes' case. And so this was all happening when this was going on. And when they're pulling away your finances, as many of you guys know, all these federal agencies are kind of going after you at once to kind of make you broke so you can't fight your cases, so you have to take a plea deal. And so that's why I was deeply concerned by all of this. But again, it wasn't just Ken Harrelson. It wasn't just J.D. Rivera. There's a group of these individuals, and uh, I will try my best to obtain the information. I've got a lawyer who is ready to go after them and get everything that we need. And it's not just going to stop there. You know, all these individuals were also put on watch lists. And so when they go to they go on airplanes, you know, J.D. Rivera, for example, J.D. actually reached out to me and told me that he was going to go on a, on a flight. I asked him just to kind of record it as he does it. And so he and I told him, send me his boarding pass because I've spoken to whistleblowers and whistleblowers have told me previously from federal agencies that Americans who were in the D.C. area on January 6th or around January 6th were all added to a watch list. And so it's a fly watch list where you're followed by U.S. Marshals. And you uh, have to go through extra security measures and they follow you on your flight. They sit with you on your flight and you don't know that they're there. And then they follow you to your next your next stop. And so I asked J.D., do me a favor, J.D., take a picture of your passport and send it to me when you get it. He wasn't allowed to have it electronically. He had to physically go to the airport to get it. Ultimately, he had the four S's in the corner of his boarding Mm. pass, which means he is on the watch list. And we followed him throughout his time at the airport and he was followed. And again, I asked TSA because it wasn't just J.D. Remind you, there's a lot of people on this watch list. Uh, According to Uncovered D.C., there was even an eight week old baby added to the watch list because her dad went to January 6th. He went to the rally. And so uh, we are probably going to have to file our lawsuit against TSA later this week because they will not hand over their documents regarding these individuals who were added to the watch list. Uh, and it's not just, like I mentioned, J.D., James O'Keefe was actually added to the watch list as well, and he was not at January 6th. So I asked them again for all documents with James O'Keefe's name in it, and they will not hand those over willingly. So that will likely result in another lawsuit. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, the number of things you just laid out. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's complete. I mean, the number, I'm just like trying to jot down like, all right, they're violating the, the Fifth Amendment there. They're violating the Fourth Amendment there. They're violating uh, just everything. They just violate everything. They just run roughshod over any constitutional restrictions that they have. And it, it doesn't matter whether you are just a, a lowly blue collar worker that happens to be a veteran. You, I mean, you'll be uh, punished without ever being convicted of a crime. It's the same thing they're doing to Trump. The highest level where they're kicking him off the ballot for insurrection despite him being charged with that during the impeachment and being acquitted of it they still punish him for it so just rule of law is dead at this point and uh, of course they they the surveillance they looked up everybody who had a transaction in their bank account that was either they bought a bible or they went to brass po, uh, bass pro shop they would be put on a list as well so I mean, this is just full-scale suppression of American citizens, and they're scared of the veterans because uh, the veterans they've identified as a as a threat to them. It's just horrific. Who's helping you with this? I mean, how are you paying for this, or how are you uh, able to, to file these FOIAs and, and uh, launch these lawsuits? How can people support you? Well, thank you. I'm doing this strictly just me. And uh, if you'd like to, you can make a donation over at BriannaMorello.com. We do have a donation link set up over there. But I mean, for the legal fees itself, we're actually not asking for donations for that. It's mainly the manpower behind it because I'm going to start hiring people to go through all these documents. Because what happens when you piss off these agencies and you win, they send you thousands of pages of nonsense you don't need. So you need people on deck to sift through it with you. So that's what we're fundraising for. I'm not asking for legal fees because what I'm going to do is after 
after we finish our lawsuit and after we win, because we will win, uh, we will force the government to pay up my legal fees. And so they will have to reimburse us for it. And, you know, we look forward to it because they can't they can't get away with this. You know, even I mean, I joke all the time and say I'm the queen of FOIA requests. I've got another one from the FBI. It's another example. I just recently got this one in the mail, too. And the FBI is refusing to hand over body cam footage. And I know they don't have it, but they won't admit it. So they're just keeping they keep telling me that there's uh, it's an ongoing investigation. And it's in right. regards to that Utah man who was gunned down at his house. Mm. Uh, and they don't want to show you any evidence or tell you or show you any like look of evidence. This guy was armed when they shot him. Um, so we're just going to keep fighting and we're going to keep going after them. The, the, guy, the guy in a wheelchair, the guy who could, who could barely move that they uh, just yeah. showed up at his house and killed him one day. BriannaMorello.com on X at Brianna Morello or The Brianna Morello Show on Rumble. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us and keep up all of your hard work. It's, uh, it's a tough struggle, but we got to keep our head down and keep working. Thank you. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects, got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com.
America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. They didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure it's not a surprise to you. I'm sure it's not news to you if you're an InfoWars viewer, if you found yourself here behind the iron curtain of censorship imposed upon us. You understand how so much of what we're dealing with is simply the choices being made by the people at the top. And so much of our issues boil down to, I guess, what you could call resource allocation. And this is where I think, you know, the Trumpian movement, we've got to take over the Republican Party. We've got to redefine what it means to be conservative. I'm not a fan of big government. I'm a fan of small government. I think people should be left alone for the most part. But at the same time, we have to recognize the threat that corporate powers pose to the freedom that we enjoy the liberty that's guaranteed us by the constitution, the way that the world government is being implemented, the way that the world economic forum as a managing superstructure over all these national governments works is they'll pass things through law. If they can, they'll get you to vote for something and they'll say, well, it's democracy. It's a mandate. We have to do this. But if you don't want it, they'll do it anyway. And if you can't pass the law, they'll do it through the corporations. They'll do it through market manipulation, or by simply like take meat for an example. They don't want you to eat meat for a variety of reasons. They claim it's because of climate change. In reality, it's because of health and the benefits of meat. And it's about it's about a number of things. These people are anti-human, and I think you probably understand that. But if they can pass a law, if they can get the government, and they do, if the government – uh, you know, what they'll do is they'll get the government to agree, okay, we won't serve meat at any government institutions anymore. And they're already implementing this through the C40, uh, cities, you know, sustainable development goals where you've got cities in America saying, okay, now from now on at schools and in prisons and anywhere the government has a say, they're not serving meat or they're serving significantly less meat. They'll start serving bugs. So they'll implement it that way. But if they can't make a law to stop you from eating meat, well, nothing's stopping these people from doing what they are doing, which is buying up big cattle companies and calling the cows and shutting them down and turning over the fields to, you know, soy production. And so now meat is incredibly expensive. And we've got a story we'll get to where uh, the 
you know, cattle production is hugely down year over year. And it's hardly sufficient to keep meat on, on the table. So if they can make a law to get their way, they'll do that. If they can't make a law to get their way, they'll do it through the corporation. So at a certain point, small government, while a, a wonderful goal to have, there's something that's more important, and it's a government that actually serves the people. It, it would be pretty different if our tax burden was because we have the best roads and the best, like, like Owen was saying, the best airports and the best stadiums and uh, our streets were the safest and the cleanest because we paid high taxes. It's sort of the, the Italy versus Germany paradigm. If you talk to people from Italy or Germany, they pay about the same amount of taxes, but in Germany, the trains run on time and are clean and are efficient and nothing's broken. And in Italy, everything's broken because those same tax dollars that get collected don't actually go to the infrastructure. They go into the pockets of the corrupt uh, people in the government. So I'm less concerned. I would be happy to pay the amount of taxes I pay now if they were going to America. Instead, they go to People who despise us, they go to wars overseas, they go to dependents in America who just arrived yesterday and are receiving more money than our veterans or people who have lived here forever. The resource amount is less important than the resource allocation, and the resource allocation is being deliberately designed to eviscerate the middle class, destroy American sovereignty, and simply gut us for the benefit of everybody else. It's on purpose. It's by design. It's obvious. And one place where this is evident and apparent is, well, you can look at, you know, the police in Florida spending a week to investigate the pride flag criminal while, you know, there's probably rape kits sitting on the untested on the shelf, you know, at the crime lab. And again, this is on purpose, and, and we'll go to a, a video here that really illustrates in, I think, a semi-sarcastic way, but in a very real and, and tangible way, the how resource allocation, especially in the cities and the liberal cities like Portland, Oregon, are being deliberately designed to benefit the criminal class at the expense of the decent, tax-paying, law-abiding, God-fearing citizens. So this video is kind of funny. It's also kind of depressing because this is real. This does really happen. We covered the story last week of a neighborhood in Atlanta where 1,200 houses were being occupied by squatters. And when we talked about that, we actually had a caller call in to say that he had an issue with squatters because he was refurbishing a house and was trying to sell it. And when he showed up the day before he closed, he found a family already living there. He calls the cops. The cops come and say, there's nothing we can do about it. This is a civil matter. And so it was just interesting because that caller that we had basically explained exactly what you're about to see, but from the other perspective. So what you're about to see, I think, is a parody. It's kind of a joke in a lot of ways, but it's very real. It really does happen. And we've had callers called in who say they it's happened to them. So uh, let's go now to uh, this. Uh, it's a little life hack, how to get a free house in Oregon. Let's watch. This is how I got a free house in Portland, Oregon, and how you can too. So the first thing I did was find a vacant house that somebody was trying to rent. Next, I looked up how to break into a lockbox without using force. Thanks, YouTube. Next, I forged some documents. This made it look like I had a lease agreement, and I called the utility companies and had the utilities put in my name. I'm not going to pay them, but they don't know that. When the owner showed up, I politely explained that this was my house now, and they need to leave. 
So they call the police, and I show them my lease agreement and the utility bills, and they tell the owner that this is a civil matter, and they've got to sue me. This made the owner super angry, so she lawyers up and tries to evict me. Of course, I can't afford a lawyer, so I call up a tenant advocacy group who gives me a lawyer that's 100% free and funded by taxpayers. So my out-of-pocket is still $0. So this lawyer fights on my behalf for months and months, really driving the owner crazy and costing her tens of thousands of dollars. Finally, the owner decided it would be cheaper to just give me a chunk of cash to leave rather than continue paying the lawyer. So she writes me a check for $10K, and I move out. I didn't even have to clean the place up, and that's a good thing, because I do a lot of drugs, and the house looks every bit of it. Still no thank you note for aerating the walls, but whatever. So I just got nine months of free rent in a house that otherwise would have cost me three grand a month, plus a nice cash for keys check. And I wasn't even charged with anything. I always thought that stealing was wrong, but it turns out if you steal a house, it's not even against the law here. So this couldn't have worked out any better. Thanks, Portland. So again, obviously there's there's a bit of a parody there where you're saying he does drugs, like he didn't actually, but this does actually happen. And we had a caller who pretty much literally experienced this exact thing as a landlord. Went to a house. Found occupiers sitting there, called the cops. The cops said there's nothing they could do. And that guy who called in, he literally said, I tried to offer them money. I tried to bribe them to leave, and those people rejected it. Eventually, he got them out. But this is a very real thing. And, you know, one of the most important things in there is that there's actually NGO groups funded by our tax dollars, which I think would make them government organizations, not non-government organizations. There's a very obscure delineation between organizations that are government organizations and organizations that are non-government organizations that get all of their money from taxpayers. Uh, It's a little bit bizarre how that works. But you've got these tenant rights organizations that will provide lawyers for people who aren't tenants and don't deserve support, just like you've got NGOs that are funding the illegal immigrants, asylum-seeking refugees that aren't asylum seekers and don't deserve refugee status. It's all so utterly backwards and and a lot of it is about uh, resource allocation hey speaking of resource allocation where are you allocating your resources infowarsstore.com is the only way that we get funding it's the only way that we stay on the air as i'm heard i'm sure you've heard alex say during the commercial breaks about one percent of our viewers actually go to infowars store to buy products and i get it if you aren't into supplements you you know you get this information for free so you know why should you support us Well, because we won't be here if you don't, and because you probably buy something that we have at InfoWars Store. You just buy it from a globalist organization that is using your money to fund the things that are destroying you. So if you buy vitamins, if you buy supplements of any sort, if you buy water filters or just survival gear, books, DVDs, if you buy things from big box stores, you're filling the coffers of your enemy. Why not fill the coffers of your friends, people like InfoWars who are doing everything we possibly can to rescue America and preserve the historical freedoms that our country was always founded on. Just instead of instead of getting a toothbrush at wherever, get it from InfoWars. Instead of getting toothpaste from wherever, get it at InfoWars. Instead of buying sugary energy drinks, go get TurboForce for 40% off. The supplements are incredible, but even if you're not into supplements, you can at least get vitamins and minerals. You at least need those, right? InfoWarsStore.com, resource allocation with the good guys. InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. 
by and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around, because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, third hour of the American Journal is on. I know I said I was going to open up the phone lines for you, but I got so much news to get to. I think I'm just going to plow through it this hour. After all, we got distracted in the first hour by that, by that guy who spun us down the racist rabbit hole. But we have, a, we have a lot to talk about. So we're going to talk about the invasion, the full-scale invasion at our southern border uh, from people from all over the world, including China to a large degree, here in this segment. Then we're going to talk about uh, new advancements in Israel as the war expands in the north. And we're going to talk about the NSA and CIA being caught red-handed in 2016, conspiring to create the Russia collusion hoax as if we needed more evidence for that, but we do have some, just a lot to get to and, and a lot of videos to get to as well. So in the topic, on the topic of the invasion, let's go to clip number eight here. This is Senator Rubio, Marco Rubio, talking about just how much, just how many benefits illegal immigrants are getting when compared to other Americans who have actually paid into the system. Let's go to clip eight. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country that maybe came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago, is 29 years old, doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee 
a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, uh, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your social security check is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old able-bodied person who just got here. That's real. That happens. That's happening every day. That makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. If you're going back on vacation to the place that you came from, you're not a refugee. You're not an asylum seeker. I shouldn't have to tell anybody this. It's like in the Royal Tenenbaums when uh, Royal is saying he has stomach cancer, but he's eating a double cheeseburger every day. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. You're lying. You're scamming us. You don't have to stand for that. You're not a good person for being scammed. You're not a good person for being taken advantage of. Somehow they have Americans thinking that if you just deny refugee status to somebody who obviously isn't a refugee, that somehow makes you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes the other person a bad. It makes the, the person falsely applying for refugee status a bad person. And the worst people are getting benefits from all of this. No, it doesn't make any sense for somebody who's paid into the system for their entire lives to be receiving less out of it than somebody who arrived yesterday. You're not a bad person for calling out a scam. You're not a bad person for refusing to be robbed. Crazy, I, I feel the need to say that, but I do. But speaking of the, of the worst people benefiting from this, I'm sure you've seen this recently, but if you haven't, i got to show you. Clip 11 here. It turns out through the refugee and, and asylum seeker program, upper-class white liberals have figured out a way to bring back slavery. Let's go to clip 11. Delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. They well, so this person, somebody I think in Massachusetts, had opened up their house to illegal immigrants. They volunteered to take illegal immigrants into their house. They're being paid, some reports say, $6,000. This is in Boston. $6,000 a month to house these refugees, which... What, you get a, you get them a penthouse in New York City for $6,000 a month. Why Why is there so much money available for this? So they're being paid to now have live-in servants who don't even speak English. Everything is stupid and backwards. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWars Store. 
Bluefox.com or 888-253-3139. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. The invasion is on. And, you know, uh, there's a... I gotta, I gotta find the, uh, I tweeted it out a little while ago and I, I gotta find the actual information because there are some, there are some people that are still under the, you know, libertarian, the belief that to be libertarian you should oppose, uh, borders. And I sort of fell for that line back before I actually listened to Donald Trump, like back in 2015. I was like, yeah, you know, borders, they're just a line on the ground. That's meaningless. You shouldn't keep people separate like that. Then I actually heard the arguments about why we need a border and how legal immigration is destroying this country. And I thought, oh, right, there is a reason to have a border. It's because we have a nation. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons, actually, to have a border, and we should. Uh, but there's one very popular libertarian uh, meme maker. I can't even think of what his name is right now, but he's sort of pushing this idea where he's like, oh, so illegal immigrants both steal your job and take your wealth, take welfare money, as if you can't have both of those things. But if you actually look at the stats, it is absolutely true that not only are all of the jobs that have been gained since like 2019 gone exclusively to foreign-born individuals, but also – Migrants, immigrants, legal and illegal, consume a much higher rate of welfare than the average native-born American. So both of these things are true. It's a, it's like a pincer move against American wealth and prosperity, where you've got not only, and, and here's the story from the CIS.org. So this is the official government, I, I think, right? CIS. This is this is the government publication employment situation of immigrants in the u.s born in the fourth quarter of 2023 comparing the fourth quarter of 2019 to the fourth quarter of 2023 shows 2.7 million more people working in the united states 2.9 million more immigrants legal and illegal and 183,000 fewer u.s born americans so u.s born americans have seen their jobs drop by 183,000 while how many 2.7 I'm sorry, 2.9 million jobs have gone to immigrants. They're taking our jobs. There's no other way to say it. American citizens have a negative job growth over the last four years, while immigrants have gotten 2.9 million new jobs. So this is crazy. This is crazy. It's crazy this is the case. But it is. And we reported on this uh, when it was first published by uh, Zero Hedge. But it is absolutely true, beyond a doubt, and here in black and white from a government publication. It's completely insane. The number of U.S.-born workers has not made it back to the COVID-19, to the pre-COVID-19 level. So the number of U.S.-born workers is still below 
the 2019 pre-COVID level. We have gone down in the last four years. Equally important, the share of working-age U.S.-born men without a bachelor's not in the labor force deteriorated in the decades prior to 2019, and the rate in the fourth quarter of 2023 was lower still. These individuals do not show up as unemployed because they have not looked for a job in the four weeks prior to the survey. The long-term decline in the labor force participation rate of less educated men is linked to a serious social problems from suicide and crime to drug overdoses and social isolation. Instead of doing anything to combat this, instead of doing anything to reverse this trend, those lower education requirement jobs, the blue-collar jobs, are going to immigrants who just arrived yesterday. So whether they're receiving welfare and benefits and health care and education through our government, despite having never paid into the system, or whether they're getting jobs that are being denied to native-born Americans, it's just destruction on every level, destruction of the very fabric of our nation. And it's not just happening accidentally or as a side effect to some greater economic trends. It's being done deliberately on purpose and with utter disregard for the well-being of not just your average American, but people who've put their lives on the line for America, as this story notes from the post-millennial Biden admin diverts veteran affairs resources to illegal immigrants. It has been revealed that the Biden administration has been diverting resources from the veteran affairs organization to help illegal immigrants across the country or around the country. Senator Tommy Tuberville spoke about the matter with Fox Digital in an interview reported Tuesday morning. The Alabama senator recently introduced a bill titled the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act in order to prevent it from happening again. Again, you know, it's just another one. It's like, do we need a law? Do we need a law to say, hey, the veterans in our country shouldn't have their resources or benefits stolen for the benefit of foreigners? We have to have a, we have to have a law to say this? At that point, like once you're making a law saying, hey, don't rob the VA to pay for foreign immig- illegal immigrants, at that point – you need to get rid of your government. I mean, at that point, making a bill saying don't rob our veterans for the sake of illegal immigrants, you need a bill saying we're abolishing the government. We got to start over. Something's gone horribly wrong. We're wiping the slate clean and seeing if we can't get it right this time. Again, literally, once you're making bills like this, it's over. It's over. It doesn't matter. You you can't make enough bills to – make up for the destruction that's being wrought on purpose by the people in our government by design these despicable criminals these absolute contemptible thieves <laughs> that we call the government my god let's continue shall we invasion 300 chinese entered america illegally yesterday alone 20,000 illegal immigrants have come from china since october some people will say, well, the Chinese are, are fleeing China. They say they, they hate communism and they're coming to America and these are legitimate refugees. Here's the thing. No, they're not. Argument over, by the way. By the way, that's all you need to know. No, they're not. They're not. They're being sent by the Chinese government. There are Chinese government-operated facilities in South and Central America that are there to receive the migrants, that are there to ferry them to the southern border. This is a campaign by the Chinese government infiltrating America by the tens of thousands. 
Hope that's clear. Now, there's no there's no proof that they're asylum seekers. And those things asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. These are not asylum seekers. Do these look like asylum seekers? Do these look like desperate people who have fled their government? Or are they all military-aged single men with brand-new clothes and iPhones and $200 suitcases? China is our number one geopolitical enemy. And we are willingly allowing them to invade our nation by the tens of thousands a month. Clip two is another another piece of uh, B-roll. U.S. Customs and Border Protection are seeing an alarming increase in Chinese nationals attempting to cross the southern border. Last year, illegal immigrants from China were the fastest growing demographic of border crossers at 37,000 encounters. Since the start of the 2024 fiscal year in October, CBP says they've already encountered 20,000 Chinese nationals. The number appears to be on pace to shatter last year's records. A look, a, a woman and a child. Hey, we found a woman and we found a child. Look at that. What do you know? There are two of them. 19,000 adult men and and about 1,000 women and children. It just goes on and on. Former President Trump is allegedly working on a military roundup of immigrants by activating a private red state army that would go into blue states deporting millions, including immigrants who protested Israel's invasion of Gaza, according to Stephen Miller. Which I don't know what the hell that has to do with anything. If they're illegal immigrants, they're illegal immigrants. They should be kicked out. If you're predicating or or justifying your expulsion of legal immigrants because they are protesting a genocide that's happening, I can't be in favor of that. Can't be in favor of that. But military roundup of immigrants is just necessary. It has to happen. I said it, I said it yesterday, but I really I want to say it again just to reemphasize the inevitable outcome of what we're seeing here. In China alone, there is an endless supply of people. You think 30,000 people in a month is too much for China to send over? Think about China, think about Africa, think about India, think about the Middle East, think about South America, entire continent, hundreds of millions of people. There is no end to this influx. What would stop the inflow? Now, we're we're working at about a million a month at this point, a million illegal immigrants a month. When does that stop? When are we full? When, when is that, when is enough enough? It's either when we decide that it's enough and we stop it, or it's when the system collapses. It's going to go on and on and on and on and on and on. There's at least, at least a billion people in the third world that would be happy to come to America if they get the chance. What would America look like with a billion people, three times the population we have now? 
And once you get 50 million or 100 million, once you give amnesty to tens of millions, once you have tens of millions of illegal immigrants now voting to keep your border open, it's a snowball effect. The longer it goes, the faster it rolls, the more intense this feedback loop continues. So this will never end unless we end it. And the longer we let it go, the harder the job we have to eventually expel all these people because it's not acceptable that we simply make them citizens because they broke our law. Unacceptable. Can't happen. So I guess it's just the class. I guess the only thing that will stop this flow is if America gets to such a level that the people are like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and stay in Guatemala. I'm going to go ahead and stay in Venezuela because America is not any better so that's the that's the inevitable outcome here. If nothing is done to stop it, and it is going to take military action, it is going to take massive volunteer armies expelling people. It's unfortunate. It may be violent. It may cause us to have to have things like internment camps at the border, violate people's human rights, but this is the situation we're being put in. We could have stopped it way early on, so we've allowed it to happen. Again, from Gateway Pundit, Bidenomics, all jobs recovered post-COVID under Joe Biden went to foreign-born workers, including illegals. Again, 183,000 fewer U.S.-born Americans working than in 2019. Yet the number of illegal and Ill- illegal and illegal immigrants working is up 2.9 million over 2019. Everything that they're doing is for the benefit of everyone except for Americans that don't have anywhere else to go. We were born here, whose parents and grandparents and great-grandparents built this country. We are being liquidated for the benefit of everybody else. GOP Representative Tom Tiffany spoke to the Gateway Pundit after police were called at a secret, secret illegal immigrant housing facility in Tucson, Arizona. He said he asked Jim Jordan to hold a public hearing on NGOs aiding and abetting the invasion. So this was a GOP representative, a congressman, who went to an illegal alien compound and was denied access. And we have video of it, but, you know, essentially it's him going and saying, hey, we're congressmen. This place is run on federal dollars. We have a duty to have oversight over what's going on here. You have to let us in. It's just people going, "Mm, no, we don't. Uh, No, you can't come in. Can you imagine paying millions of dollars to these people and then they don't let you in the door? And then they called 911 and the police came. This can't just can't go on. It just can't go on. If I was Tom Tiffany, I would come back with a posse. I'd I'd, I would. Call the, you know, people on the GOP calling list and go, hey, there's these illegal immigrants uh, and they're not letting us in. Um, we got we need about two dozen people to show up with us so we can force our way in because we have a duty to investigate what's going on here. And if they're keeping us out and keeping law enforcement out, uh, then it's up to the citizens to figure out what's going on here. Anyway, we, we covered it yesterday and uh, this got posted yesterday as well. So I thought we'd, we'd just look at it as I was talking about why they're destroying white people, why they hate white people, why 
Illegal immigration is exclusively to white countries. Now it has to do with the heritage of liberty and freedom and opposition to tyranny that and also composing the majority of the middle class. So we have the heritage as well as the economic and sort of literary power to oppose the new world order and oppose tyrants and despots. And uh, this is a great example of this. Electoral college results, if only racial, uh, racial minorities voted in the presidential election, uh, the GOP would get zero delegates if only racial minorities. So if non, if only non-white people voted, the GOP would get zero out of 538 delegates. All 538 delegates would go to Democrats. So obviously this is a, a major incentive to, for Democrats to bring people in. But again, it's less about getting votes. It's more about the underlying philosophy of small government, of freedom, of the Constitution, of America itself. Now, if only men voted, the GOP would get 350 delegates and the Dems would get 158. If only women voted, uh, you'd have about 400, was that 451 uh, to GOP? Uh, if only white people voted, uh, you have GOP massively winning. College educated whites, non college educated whites, white men, or white women. See, it's if only white people vote, GOP wins if only non-white people vote, the Democrats win. So this has to do with with values. And again, it's by um, – <laughs> he says on the bottom here, the reason I didn't break down the people of color vote into various groups by gender, ethnicity, or education level is that no matter how it broke down, it was always 100% blue, 100%. This is why Americans, uh, white Americans are being targeted for eradication, or if not eradication, at least disenfranchisement, and why men likewise are, are targeted in the overall culture. It's because believing in the foundational principles of America being freedom and freedom of speech and freedom of, of religion and petition the government and freedom from molestation by the government, uh, these are the things that stop tyrants from having their way with the population. So if you can get rid of the people that stand up to you, then you can just do whatever the hell you want. And that's what they're preparing for. So there it is. That's how it works. Government Summit is ending today, World Government Summit 2024. The themes that they're focusing on are government acceleration and transformation, saying global governments have fast-tracked digital transformation, offering both opportunities and challenges to ensure inclusivity and economic growth. The two most important things, I remind you, not happiness or stability or prosperity or decency. No, no, those things don't matter. Inclusivity matters, which means destroying white people. And economic growth matters, meaning, well, economic growth, because the market doesn't exist for the people. The people exist for the market. Policies must bridge the digital divide, ensuring benefits reach all society members amid wrapping at technological change. Communistic redistribution. The second theme is artificial intelligence. Over the next 10 to 20 years, generative AI stands out as a transformative force with potential global impact, addressing regulation, ethical design, and broader emerging trends. It's vital for governments and organizations navigating evolving technological landscape. In other words... They have to be in control. We have to censor AI. We have to control AI from a top-down method because otherwise it represents a dangerous weapon in the hands of those that would want to disrupt the globalist paradigm. 
Reimagining development in future economies, which again means uh, social, uh, sustainable development goals, future society education, sustainability in the new global shifts, urbanization, and global health priorities. In case you're unfamiliar with what exactly the world government is, how it operates, and, and what its ultimate goals are, they are deliberately liquidating the middle class by driving up inflation, emptying bank accounts, driving people to dependency as they seek to create a neo-feudalistic, technocratic bifurcation of the population into the mass amount of people who will all be in a state of continuous poverty and desperation and the elites who will be unaccountable, unelected, corporate, international overlords who will run the world as if it's a computer program for their sole benefit alone. And if they can get their way through laws, they'll get their way through laws. If you'll vote for what they want, then they'll let you vote. But if you oppose them or if you have constitutional provisions that prevent their tyrannical actions, then they'll simply do it another way. And one of the ways they'll do it is through a corporate buyouts. They'll simply buy up the company that they want to shut down and they'll shut it down. Kind of like how if a company is making a ton of money through planned obsolescence of light bulbs and some other company creates light bulbs that last forever, that first company will buy out the second company and then shut it down because they need to keep the income flowing. That's just the way this works. So from the New York Post, ranchers sound alarm as cattle production plummets to lowest point in decades, saying it's a bad situation. The number of cattle in America has plummeted to its lowest point in decades, sparking concerns among ranchers about the fate of the U.S. beef industry. This is a bad situation for America's cattle farmers and America because we're producing one billion pounds less beef than we were in this country just a year ago. That's how substantially the beef industry has been crushed. In a single year, they're producing a billion pounds less than they were last year, which is insane. Nationwide beef cattle inventory dropped to 28.2 million this year, the lowest level since the 1970s and down 2% from a year ago. The U.S. the total U.S. cattle and calf inventory dropped to its lowest level since 1951. So, again, they're not going to ask you to stop eating beef. They're not going to make a law that you can't eat beef. They're going to crush the beef producers. They're going to force them to cull cattle on the basis of climate change or they'll buy up the companies and simply shut them down and change the land over to soybean production or whatever. So they're doing this. They're doing it on a multifaceted way, in an illegal way. We can stop them. We can stand up against them. But that starts with recognizing what they're doing and trying to spread the word. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. 
So get your nitric boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Infowarsstore.com is the only place we get funding. That's from you, the American people. I hope that you can support us. Try out Bodies. 
you have persistent body aches, I find it very effective personally. If you work out, turmeric, it just has great anti-inflammation uh, properties. Really incredible. Just find out what it can do for yourself. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Check out bodies. 95% curcuminoids, which are the active ingredient in turmeric, and substantially cyst- <laughs> can't talk, which is bad because I host a radio show. It's a really good product. Good product. Buy now. Infowarsstore.com on sale. 40% off. It, it really is incredible. Nitric Boost as well. Turbo Force Plus. Maybe I should drink some of that. 40% off. Stop buying sugary energy drinks. Stop going and spending your money at globalist institutions. Spend it with the good guys at Infowarsstore.com because it's becoming more important than ever that we're here able to say what we do on air unrestrained, unrestricted, uncensored in a way that is unlike any other media outlet in the world, InfoWarsStore.com. We're going to talk about Israel here in just a second, but while we're on the topic, I finally found the thing I was looking for. So here's the original. It's called Schrodinger's Immigrant, and it's where it's – it's presenting this as if this is an impossibility. He's both lazily collecting all the welfare, but he's also somehow taking all the jobs. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's one or the other. You must be a racist if you believe this. But in reality, you have this. Illegal immigrants and asylum seekers make up the vast majority of welfare recipients in the U.S. now. This chart will discuss you. So, uh, discuss to you. So here you see the U.S.-born citizens. That's on the blue, and it's lower than every other category of person, which includes non-citizens. They're the highest amount. Uh, all immigrants is the green amount, and naturalized citizens is the red line. All of them sub- substantial, much higher than the U.S.-born label. So yes, they are in fact receiving the majority of welfare, while simultaneously, as we just reported from the CIS, since 2019, Native-born U.S. workers have lost 1.4 million jobs over the same time period. Foreign-born workers have gained 3 million jobs. So, yes, foreign-born workers are getting all of the jobs and also collecting literally the majority of welfare. In fact, according to USA Today, more than half of the immigrants in America are on welfare. So not only is the majority of the welfare going to immigrants, but the majority of immigrants are on welfare. But we're bringing them in to help our economy, of course. About 51% of immigrant-led households received at least one kind of welfare benefit, including Medicaid, food stamps, school lunches, and housing assistance, compared to just 30% for native-led households, according to the report from the Center of Immigration Studies, a group that advocates for lower levels of immigration. So there you go. There you go. It is actually the reality. Now... Moving on to somewhere else our hard-earned money is going, right? And it is, it is, by the way, whites and Asians in this country, but obviously because of the population percentages, mostly just white people that pay taxes. You can look at this chart uh, from Vincent James at Dove Vincent James on uh, Twitter. They divide uh, government usage versus tax revenue. Uh, by race, uh, whites have a net effect of plus 312, uh, blacks have negative 660, Hispanics negative 334, Asians plus 
So whites essentially the only sizable demographic that pays more into the government than we receive out of it. And that money is then distributed to people who just got here a few days ago, as well as countries like Israel and Ukraine who are waging proxy wars that have absolutely nothing to do with us. And it's not going well for either one of those countries. Story from InfoWars, Hezbollah chief threatens more displacement of northern Israeli residents as France delivers peace plans. We described the France, uh, France peace plan yesterday. However, just after the French plan was reported in international press, Hezbollah Secretary General Hassan Nasrallah gave a televised speech Tuesday and warned that Hezbollah will not stop attacks on Israeli troops until the assault on Gaza is ended. He additionally threatened the further displacement of residents in northern Israel, according to Reuters. This has been a key issue for Israeli leadership, given dozens of communities have had to be evacuated since last October, with some 80,000 Israeli citizens having been forced out of their homes due to the Hezbollah rocket and mortar barrages. Nasrallah complained in this speech yesterday about the international delegations that came to Lebanon in recent weeks in an attempt to calm the situation, saying they were only concerned with protecting Israel and refused to address Hezbollah's demands. And this happens quite often. It happens with America, too, where it's like the American ambassador is of uh, the American ambassador to Lebanon is there to negotiate between Lebanon and Israel. And it's like literally an Israeli dual citizen that we send. And it's like, okay, so this isn't like some unbiased arbiter who can come representing America to try to broker peace between these two people. We're sending an Israeli agent under the guise of being unbiased. And so it's the same thing that uh, France is doing. Basically, they're saying, oh, we're, we're very concerned and we, we want to help Lebanon. But in reality, they're there to try to undermine Hezbollah politically in Lebanon because they can't match them uh, in the battlefield. The front in southern Lebanon is a front of support, assistance, solidarity, and participation in weakening the Israeli enemy until it reaches a point where it is convinced that it must stop its aggression, the Hezbollah leader vowed. This front will only stop when the aggression against Gaza stops within an agreement with, uh, with an agreement with the Palestinian resistance. He says Lebanon is in a strong and proactive position, has uh, Nasrallah insisted. However, Lebanese authorities see it different and are worried on a daily basis that the conflict will spread to engulf the entire country, as happened in 2006. Israel also in a tough spot, given the rising pressure to do something definitive about the emptied northern communities while Israeli citizens remain internally, <clears throat> excuse me, internally displaced. It looks like the war between Hezbollah and Israel has officially begun in earnest. This from Megatron underscore Ron on Twitter. Hezbollah launched a major rocket attack targeting the IDF's Northern Command HQ in Safed, leaving at least two dead and seven wounded. Fighter jets of the Israeli Air Force are now carrying out large wave of heavy airstrikes in southern Lebanon in response to Hezbollah's attack on Safed. Israel has also started bombing civilian places in cities like in Gaza. Hezbollah has a missile arsenal capable of striking back. So again, Hezbollah attacks military installation. Israel responds by bombing civilians. Fighter jets of the Israeli Air Force are now carrying out a large wave of heavy airstrikes in South Lebanon in response to Hezbollah's attack on Safed. So, yeah, they attack Safed, a uh, military installation, and Israel responds by carpet bombing towns.
Massive Hezbollah rocket attack in Israel this morning. About four hours ago, Hezbollah launched a major rocket attack targeting the IDF's Northern Command HQ. The rocket barrage also targeted IDF bases in Branit, Kirat Shmona, Manara, and the Marin Strategic Command and uh, Control Air Base. So again, Hezbollah hasn't even really entered this conflict yet. And Israel is petrified uh, that they'll get involved in a very real way and basically have to be assured that America will get involved uh, should Hezbollah unleash full force. But this conflict is actually spiraling out elsewhere, directly attributable to uh, Israel and America's actions as an Iran gas pipeline blast exploded the one of the main gas transmission lines in Iran. They called it a terrorist attack, which means it was Israel or America. A huge explosion ruptured a gas pipeline near Boruzhin City in Iran in the early hours of Wednesday with images on social media showing an inferno lighting up the night sky. They say it was caused by terrorist attacks. So we now have uh, terrorist attacks carried out by Israel inside Iran against their uh, critical infrastructure because they're very worried about this conflict spiraling out. They're trying to create World War III so they can destroy America. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide i'm not perfect i'm under a lot of stress but if i didn't have the supplements we have we promote i wouldn't be able to continue to be on air and when you go to infowarsstore.com you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them because we're fearless and we don't back down we got god on our side but God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. 
We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, our final segment of American Journal for today's uh, Valentine's Day broadcast. Don't forget it is Valentine's Day. It's not too late. Buy a rose for your lady. Uh, okay. We're finally going to get to what's probably the biggest story. We get, there are like so many stories we cover here. It's hard to... It's hard to even fathom what a big deal this is because we've been dealing with it for four, five, six, seven, eight years at this point, right? And we've explained in excruciating detail over the years how the intelligence agencies in America are not American intelligence agencies. Intelligence, the intelligence apparatus itself is international in character. It originally started in the 1960s. The Iran-Contra affair exposed a little bit of it, but it all got covered up and continues on unabated. That is by using uh, the drug trade. The CIA created its own income flow, meaning it was therefore no longer reliant on funds granted to them by Congress, meaning Congress no longer had any oversight, meaning what we call the intelligence agencies, what we call the CIA – is not a government organization. It is its own organization within the United States government and over the United States government that is under no obligation and no regulation to keep its actions for the benefit of America. It's international in character, especially with five eyes, but we've traced back the history to all the way to the Rothschilds talking about the international banking system and how by creating an international banking system with 
paper checks and banks in every major European city. It created an extremely efficient information gathering, international information gathering and transmission system that was heads and shoulders above uh, the national intelligence gathering information um, institution. So it's those banking institutions and their intelligence gathering operations that became the spy agencies that were empowered during the Cold War and the false dichotomy of communism versus capitalism, when in fact you had the same groups controlling both. This is what has led to where we are now, where the CIA is, for all intents and purposes, a rogue organization cooperating with foreign intelligences, intelligence agencies against the American citizens and our elected representatives. So the latest in this, the latest confirmation and, and evidence of this has been revealed by Michael Schellenberger. Stories in New York Post, CIA informant foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 collusion, uh, before the collusion claims. So the Russian collusion claims came directly from the CIA, who then used those knowingly fake claims to spy on the Trump campaign with the intention of uncovering dirt that they could then leak to the press to use to sink the campaign. This is the amazing thing about the Trump campaign is even with 26 spies infiltrating, even with full access to every communication, they found nothing actionable. Do you understand how how spotlessly clean Trump and his entire team had to be for this to come up absolutely empty handed? It's 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 like the biggest story of our lifetime when you really get down to it. Fox News covered this and had Michael Schellenberger on to discuss it. We'll go first to clip number six, where Jesse Waters breaks down how the CIA masterminded the entire Russia collusion hoax against President Trump from the from the jump. Let's go to clip six. This is a Fox News alert. Brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, and then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. So this is extremely interesting. He had on uh, Michael Schellenberger, who broke this story to discuss it. We'll go down to clip number 12. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, 
to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. It's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions, and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it? What's that? Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder, but uh, as a friend of, uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the, was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, and we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the German investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover-up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. No, he's right. It's likely the biggest scandal in the history of America, and that's no understatement. And the sheer amount of, of evidence we have for this, I mean, this ties into the 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 Peter Stroke who like you know we have insurance plan against Donald Trump I mean the amount of evidence that we have there should be mass arrests if we had any semblance of law and order in this country if the Constitution still meant anything at all we would just absolutely and completely dismantle the entire spy agency apparatus the problem is the people that would do that sort of thing are being spied on by the intelligence agencies who themselves have blackmail and prevent action from moving forward. So, you know, how we move forward from this is uh, sort of a mystery to me still. And again, they use the five eyes as Kim.com lays out. NSA and CIA used GCHQ to spy on the Trump campaign and shared the intel on a joint spy cloud. That's how the Russian hoax began, an illegal spy network created to circumvent national laws. The deep state partnered with the Democrats and Obama, ordered the illegal spying via the U.K., Five Eyes allows one of the New Zealand, Australia, UK, Canada, or US to indirectly spy on their own citizens by using the other four, circumventing national law, a backdoor to spy on millions of their own citizens every day. Five Eyes is the largest criminal conspiracy in history. Donald Trump knew this, and it's not just the spy agencies that had a hand in this. Of course, the media played their role to a T. Let's go now to clip number five. Watch him walk out of his store, and he's walking with a ice cream. And the question the media asked him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor ice cream do you have? And he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking, 
He's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest, second biggest scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, well, There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and on my campaign. Well, we can't verify. It's we're all in it together, verify. folks. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it, we would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... We have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our Operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's 